RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. On November 25, 1974, the Pittsburgh Steelers faced the New Orleans Saints at Tulane Stadium in Louisiana during Week 11 of the 1974 NFL season. Tulane Stadium, also known as the Sugar Bowl, was home of the Saints prior to the Superdome, which opened in 1975. The Saints entered the game with a 4-6 record, but the Steelers, led by head coach Chuck Knoll, had seven wins and were marching their way through the season towards the first of the four Super Bowl wins in the next six seasons. This is the local Pittsburgh radio broadcast featuring legendary announcers Myron Cope and Jack Fleming. And the first quarter of Steelers football will be brought to you by Pittsburgh National Bank. Steelers won the toss and elected to receive. They're wearing their black jerseys tonight. White numerals, gold pants, and black helmets. New Orleans, the home ball club with white jerseys, gold pants, and gold helmets. Starting offensive lineup for Pittsburgh, Frank Lewis is wide receiver. The interior lineman, John Cole, Sam Davis, Ray Mansfield, Jim Clack, and Gordon Gravel. Larry Brown will go tight end. The running back, Steve Davis, Delaware State, Frank O'Harris from Penn State. Wide receiver, Ronnie Jenkins from North Texas State. And the homegrown product appearing here tonight is the starter, Jerry Bradshaw. Five-year veteran, quarterback for the Steelers from Louisiana Tech, where he was just something else. And not with his ball club tonight, hospitalized in Pittsburgh, the Frenchman, the Cal Paris, Frenchie Fuqua, and Preston Pearson, two outstanding running backs, and both of them hospitalized following surgery at Divine Providence Hospital, and we do wish them a very speedy recovery. Very quickly, running over the defensive unit tonight for New Orleans. Billy Newsom starts at left end. Bob Pollard will start at left tackle. Derlin Moore at right tackle. And Joe Owens at right end. The linebackers left to right, Jim Merlow, Joe Federspiel, and Wayne Coleman. Penny Jackson and Vivian Lee on the corners. Strong safety will be Johnny Fuller. And the free safety, Tom Myers, who is back after an ankle injury. And out tonight, Jerry Moore, who's injured, and they've added Boyd Gray, a second-year man from Arizona, to their core of safety men. Myron Cope is on hand tonight, and as they have the symbolic tossing of the coin, he'll update you on late factors involved in this ball game in New Orleans. Well, one late factor is Fats Holmes, or Arrowhead Holmes, as he now prefers to be called. He, he was uh, laid down in the hospital with pneumonia, of course, a few days ago, a mild touch of pneumonia. And uh, Fats cannot be expected to be a top strength tonight. Just how much Chuck Noll intends to use him remains to be seen. But Arrowhead Holmes did tell me upon arriving here in New Orleans yesterday that he still had some congestion in his chest and uh, felt a little weak. So uh, perhaps Noll will simply try to spot him tonight. But uh, in any event, his uh, backup man will be Steve Furness. And we pause now for the National Anthem.
that Steeler tackle situation on the defensive line is problematical. Dave Furness filling in for Arrowhead home uh, at tackle is probably at a position for which he is better suited than where he to have to fill his defensive end. He is listed, of course, as a backup man at both positions, tackle and end. So if the Steelers do need him, it's uh, fortunate, I would think, that it's at the tackle position where he'll play. I do think he's a little better suited for that than he would be for defensive end. And uh, as I said, it's just anybody's guess uh, how much uh, Arrowhead Holmes will play tonight. He does still have congestion, and he had that viral pneumonia, and he cannot be expected to be 100%. Jack? Saints are going to kick off left to right, and Bill McQuard, who was injured in that automobile accident, a 5'10", 202-pounder from Arkansas, will kick off left to right. Steve Davis and Mel Blunt are deep for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ball is teed up at the 35-yard line below us to our left. And the kickoff will carry left to right across your radio dial, and McQuard is ready to move forward. Here he comes, kicking it off. And it is in over end, down to Blunt at the 4 on the far side, out over the 10 of the 15, it's the 20 to 25, driving through the 30, hit, and brought down near the 35-yard line. Hit rather solidly on the far side of the field. Wayne Coleman and Greg Boyd were there to make the stop on him as he advanced the football just short of the 35-yard line. And the officials are going to spot it with its nose at the 34 at the far hash mark. 31-yard return of the kickoff for Mel Blunt of the Pittsburgh Steelers. First down and 10 yards to go. Now the slight advantage in running room will be to the left, and the Steelers will line up with Shanklin to the right to the far side. And they will bring Frank Lewis out to the left. Bradshaw's the quarterback. He takes, goes deep to throw, has plenty of time, fires down the middle, Shanklin takes it at the at the uh, New Orleans 44-yard line and immediately is covered by Ernie Jackson and knocked down. Penalty marker goes down on the play. Fast play carried to the New Orleans 44-yard line and I started right out wanting to call him LSU. Well, <laughs> it was a doggone nice play on first down. The play action pass, the fake to the running back and a beautiful toss down the middle drilled it right on target. Penalty against New Orleans is declined, and the Steelers have advanced on a Terry Bradshaw pass. Beautiful pass play to the New Orleans 44-yard line. The crowd chanting defense, defense. All right, they shift out of the eye formation. Bradshaw handling the football, gives it to Franco. Tries the middle, he'll get a couple of yards. Not much running room in there. Silly Newsom plugged the gap. Newsom is a 6'5", 260-pounder in his fifth year from Grambling University. He advances the football to the New Orleans 42-yard line, and it's going to be second down and eight yards to go. The Steeler offensive line seems to do a good job of moving the, the, the New Orleans front four, but Franco did not make very much yardage on the play. Ron Shanklin has now caught 18 passes on the season. One on a touchdown during the course of the campaign. Second down and eight. In the eye formation. Bradshaw calling the signal. Gives the ball. Steve Davis, top of the eye, crashes through the middle of the 40 and goes down near the 35-yard line. Steve Davis running into Joe Owens, the defensive right end of the New Orleans Saints. He's from Alcorn State. And he made the stop. 
And now we bring in a second tight end. It will be third and one. Randy Grossman is on replacing Ron Shanklin. New Orleans makes an adjustment. Alex Price coming on to replace Joe Owen. And the ball is at the far hash mark. Pittsburgh in New Orleans territory at the 35 and a half yard line. We got Lewis flanking right. The ends are both tight. Larry Brown and Randy Grossman. They shift out of the eye formation. And here is Bradshaw keeping the football, running to the left, cutting back to the right. And at the 34-yard line, I believe he has the first down. He was felt rather solemnly by Alex Price. May have been a broken play, I'm not certain. Bradshaw came to the left, kept the football, and then cut back, and he picks up the first down, the second one of the evening for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Funny thing happened down there. Defensive tackle Darwin Moore seemed to think that Bradshaw had given the ball off. Bradshaw had not. He still had it, and Darwin Moore penetrating the backfield ran right by Bradshaw. Could have knocked him down for a lot. Ball is midway between the sideline strike. New Orleans on the fence. Throwing up a four-man front with linebackers. The linebacker pulled up tight on the left and the cornerback on the right. And the handoff to Franco gets good block from Sam Davis running to the right and the blocking pole. As he cuts forward, he stopped after a short game. Penalty marker down on the play, picked up about two yards, running to the right that time. Bob Pollard and Billy Newsom reacted beautifully on the play. And we got a holding call against the Steelers. That's going to cost us 15 yards. First one of the afternoon. Make that the first one of the night. And uh, that's kind of a bad, well, it's sure it's a bad situation, but especially so because in the kind of condition that the Steeler quarterbacks have been, that uncertainty, who's going to play? Well, Terry Bradshaw coming out here, getting the assignment tonight, and promptly moving the team well. Uh, that figures to bolster his spirits and his sense of confidence, but now this penalty sets them back, so it, it, it may hurt Bradshaw as well as his drive. We'll have to see. Holding call, 10-yarder. They put the ball back at the 44-yard line, whereupon the wind picked it up and blew it about a yard before one of the officials tracked it down. This breeze is blowing stiffly. As we view the ball game, the wind is coming against the Steelers here in the opening period. They line up in the eye formation, split in left, and flanker set out to the right side. Larry Brown is the tight end. And Bradshaw shifts him out of the eye. Franco Harris to the right, Steve Davis to the left, taking time. Jerry drops back. Now, firing out to the left to Frank Lewis, pulls it in at the New Orleans 32-and-a-half-yard line, steps out of bounds, covered on the play by Vivian Lee, the right cornerback for the Saints. Vivian Lee, 6'3", 200 downer from Prairie View in his fourth season in the NFL. Steelers have regained 10 yards on the play, in fact, 11. They move the ball down to the 33-yard line. Bradshaw has now completed two out of two passes attempted, and it's going to be second down and about nine yards to go. At the Saints 32 and a half yard line. Saints wearing gold pants, white jerseys, black numerals, and gold helmets, and the Steelers with the black jerseys and gold pants. Bradshaw shifts them out of the eye. Wide set for the Steelers, and Terry drops back deep. He's chased down, fires the screen, past the right side. Franco running with the football over the 35, breaks the tackle, goes to the 30. Caught and brought down at the 29-yard line by Ernie Jackson. Screen form, the screen did not appear to be effective, but the running of Franco Harris was effective as he managed to pick up yardage on what appeared to be an almost lost play. 
Gets four yards on it. It will be third down now and five yards to go. You know, funny thing, a lot of people hollering that the Steelers don't throw enough to their backs, but I totaled up the figures there the other day and found out that 38% of their completions have been to their running backs. So, who knows? Bradshaw is three for three for 37 yards. Here in the early stages of the ball game. Steelers in Saints territory at the 29-yard line. Bradshaw on the long count. Drops back again. Stops his arm. Now runs for the football to the 35, the 30, the far side, the 25, the 20, and heads out of bounds at the 18-yard line. Gary Bradshaw, resourceful as always. Cornered on the far side of the field. Ernie Jackson was over there, and they chased him out of bounds. He stepped out at the 17-and-a-half-yard line. It will be a first down and 10 yards to go. Bradshaw had great pass protection all day to throw that time, but he would have been foolish had he not run with the football because the entire far side of the field was devoid of things. There was nobody over there, and he had a lot of running room. Once again, Joe Owens comes off the field. Alex Price goes on for New Orleans in their defensive alignment. Ethan Shanklin out to the right, bring Frank Lewis to the left. Line up in the eye, shift Steve Davis off to the right side of the eye formation. New Orleans stacking it up front. Here's a handoff to Frank Owens, goes right, cuts back to the left, heads over the middle, is inside the 15, and goes down almost to the 12-yard line. Another beautiful job of running by Franco Harris as he headed slightly to the right. Made a sharp cut back, found the hole, and Jim Merlo finally found Franco and brought him down. Merlo, a second-year man from Stanford, and the football is very close to the 12-yard line. And it's going to be second down and five yards to go. And Franco's still rolling over 500 yards in his last five games. Here the Steelers coming out of a huddle. Ray Mansfield goes over the football. Gary Bradshaw steps under center. Bradshaw backs up. Look, firing toward the end zone. Frank Lewis, a uh, leaping fly at the goal line, unsuccessful, came down out of bounds. He caught the football, and he had the cornerback, Vivian Lee, right on him. He was right on him defensively, but he came down out of bounds, and it is an incomplete pass. Jim Merlow with the rush on Gary Bradshaw on the play, and Bradshaw had to get rid of it rather quickly. Lewis made a great catch, but came down out of bounds, incomplete, and that's the first pass we've missed tonight. And my information was that the Steelers can work on cornerback Vivian Lee, and they've thrown twice in his direction to Frank Lewis, so perhaps that's what they're trying to do. All right, it's another running ball game. About four and a half minutes thrown off the clock in the first quarter at New Orleans. Wide set for the Steeler running backs, and Bradshaw knows a blitz on a safety push. They get to him, and he fires intercepted at the goal line. Back out over the five. Running right over the up to the ten, coming to the nearest side of the field, and carrying that football. Ernie Jackson finally knocked down at the 12-yard line. Larry Brown made the tackle. The safety blitz on Bradshaw. Had to hurry his throw, got rid of the football. Intercepted right at the one-yard line by Ernie Jackson. And Jackson brings it all the way back out, running laterally along the 10, and finally brought down at the 12-yard line. And as far as Jackson is concerned, I'm looking for the interceptions here on their uh, stat list. We'll catch up with you in just a moment on that. But it was a beautiful run, at least laterally, until he was finally knocked down at the 12. 
Noah Parker splitting to the left, and they line up as expected with a single running back, giving them, now they send a man in motion, the guy to pitch back to the wing back. And that's Jeff Phillips running with the ball to the left, and he's going to gain no ground. Running to the far side, Mel Blunt came in and closed in on him, hit him at the line of scrimmage, and he may have fallen forward for at least a yard. Pittsburgh National, but I'm just glad he got me this shirt. Number FDIC. A 
41 yard punt by Tom Blanchard, an 11 yard return, and so far from what we've seen, uh, I don't think the New Orleans kickers were hurt too badly in that automobile accident because on the kickoff, McClark booted it down to the Steelers' three yard line and rather high, too. And now Blanchard has punted 41 yards, so I guess those boys were not destroyed by that automobile accident yesterday morning. Steelers ready to go at the Saints 36-yard line. First down, 10. Running back to Franco Harris and Steve Davis. And here's a handoff to Harris. Tries to get to the outside and pick up a couple of yards on the play. Billy Newsom was there to meet him. Saw one hole close, tried to step outside at the 35, and it's brought down at the 34. Get up about two yards. It will be second down and eight. Let me run over that defense for you again. Newsom. Pollard, Moore, Owens up front with Merlo, Cuttersfield, and Coleman as the linebackers. Jackson and Vivian Lee on the corners. And Johnny Fuller and Tom Myers are the safeties. Steelers, Frank Lewis to the left, flanking the right is Ron Shanklin. They shift Steve Davis to the right off the top of the eye. Bradshaw takes, gives it to Davis, sweep to the left side. And he is caught along the 33-yard line, struggles to the 32. And the tackle made by Don Coleman. Make that Wayne Coleman, linebacker for the New Orleans Saints. Coleman, seven-year man from Temple, is the veteran of their linebacking corps, which has a lot of views in it. Don Coleman will back him up, a former defensive and a rookie from Michigan. And so Wayne Coleman gets that tackle. The ball is marked at the 31-yard line, third down and five yards to go. So the Steelers face third and long yardage play. They line up, Larry Brown is the tight end, Shanklin, wide to the right as the flanker, split left is Frank Lewis, and he shifts out of the eye to set back to wide, Bradshaw takes, Bradshaw is deep, Bradshaw is looking, lots of time, fires, there's his man Lewis at the 11, over the 10 to 5, touchdown Pittsburgh, Lewis running the pattern, down and in, puts the ball on the run at the 11 yard line, running to the far side of the field, over the 5, goes into the end zone, and the pass play, Goes from Jerry Bradshaw to Frank Lewis. It covers 31 yards downfield. And for Lewis, it is his 25th catch of the season and his fourth touchdown catch. And he caught that ball right in front of Tommy Myers, a well-regarded safety man, left Myers sprawled on his face and pulled it to the end zone. All right, here is Jarello with the point after try. It is up into the wind. It is good. Steelers have the lead, 7 to nothing, and with a break in the action, we'll be right back. Friends, this is Al Allen. Now you can get an official NFL sports shirt, the same shirt worn by the Steelers players and coaches, free from Pittsburgh National Bank. Just deposit $500 in a regular passbook account. You earn the highest savings deposit rate the banking law allows. The shirts are available in a full range of adults and children's sizes, and we'll mail your shirt right to your home. What a hurry, our supply is limited. Come into any of our convenient offices and open a new account or add to your present one today. So whether your game is football, golf, or just looking handsome, get your official NFL Steelers sports shirt from Pittsburgh National. After all, everyone plays a better game with money in the bank. Remember, FDIC, 
to his team with the smallest man in the NFL, Howard Stevens, 5'5", 165-pound second-year man from Louisville, deep, along with Maurice Spencer, a six-footer from North Carolina Central. Bradshaw is four for six passing with one interception. He totaled 68 yards and one touchdown. And running, he's carried twice for 14 yards. So we have got Stevens and Spencer deep. And Jarella kicking off for Pittsburgh. Very high, coming down to the 13. Young man out over the 20, the 25, the 30. Driving forward is Howard Stevens with the football. An exciting little player. Coming up short of the 35-yard line. And the tackle for the Steelers made by Lauren Jays. And the one is back in business at its own 33. You realize that guy's no taller than I am? Five foot five? I wonder what happened if Warren Page hit me. I wonder what would happen if you ran into that young man that it was Howard Stevens. Well, it's probably just as bad. <laughs> okay, New Orleans out of the huddle. Archie Manning, four-year veteran from Ole Miss, is the quarterback. And they'll have with two men to the right. They've got a wingback set to to the right side. And now he's in motion. They flip a quick pass out to Joel Parker. Man in motion moving out to a wide position. He takes it. Goes forward over the 35 and up to the 40-yard line. Steve Furness makes the stop. Furness and Shirley Davis waited to play in place of Ernie Holmes tonight. Archie Manning trying his first pass and completing it. Gains eight yards, second down two. Lawrence James has replaced Jack Cam, a linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now let's see what they're going to do. Joel Parker goes wide to the left. They bring Bob Newland out to the right, and they're using uh, two regular setbacks. It's made with a five-man front, basically. Manning on the long count. Gives a deep handoff back here to Jeff Phillips. New, check that one, Alvin Maxson, the rookie from SMU, and he's nailed running to the left along the 37-yard line. Andy Russell made the stop. Dwight White, a great on the rush, great play. Great play by Dwight White. Just leaped in there, flew through the air. Tremendous quickness, did not make the tackle, but knocked the guy off balance for Andy Russell to make the stop. That's it. That's a big play when they are second and about one, second and two. Now they come up and look at a third and six. And they deploy Bob Newland to the left, bring Joe Parker to the right. Running backs are Maxson and Phillips. Archie Manning takes. He's back to go. And here it is to the near side, and it is incomplete. Somebody got a hand on it, I believe, and send it. On the near side of the field, Alvin Maxson. White White again with a great rush. And the four-year man from East Texas State uh, doing a fine job. It's four down for New Orleans. White White has not been having as big a year as he has had in the past. So, uh, and he has, of course, been bothered by a bad foot this year. A very painful bruised heel. But uh, perhaps he's come around and is determined to show them uh, what White White is like. What he used to be like and can be again. Joe Green had a hand on that ball, deflecting that pass. Tom Blanchard in front formation, kicked the 41 yard of the last time. Swan and Edwards downfield, wobbly, coming into Lynn Swan at the 24. He's out over the 30, going to the sideline at the 35. Sips and goes down and covered at the 36 yard line. Lost his 20, making a shot on the artificial turf across the way. Lynn Swan was immediately covered by Maurice Spencer. And Steelers football continues after this brief timeout. 
The pit pen state game Thursday night is pulled out, but there are plenty of 50-yard line seats at Buddy's in Market Square. The only place on time for a 50-yard line seat to watch the pit pen state game on Buddy's Advent Video Beam Life-Size Television from Opus One. And after the game, join in the fun with the good time clothes horse coach Joe Avizano. Remember, too, weekdays, Buddy's is a pleasant place to lunch and enjoy our libation. Buddy's the only place to be after every game. Work for lunch. Buddy's in Market Square. That's Fleming with Myron Cope. At Tulane Stadium in North New Orleans, we'll be back after this pause on the Steelers Football Network. Mike McGann here, hoping you'll be listening each evening as I play your request. From now and then. In the ten minutes that have elapsed in this ball game, the Saints have had the ball twice. They have not been able to record a first time. The Steelers' defense has been superb, and of course the Steelers lead seven to nothing thanks to a 31-yard touchdown pass. Terry Bradshaw hitting Frank Lewis at the 12-yard line, approximately the 12, I do believe, and Lewis holding to the corner of the end zone and making it. So the Steelers so far have dominated this ball game thoroughly. Terry Bradshaw playing in his native state, Louisiana, is looking very crisp, throwing the ball beautifully. He threw one interception, but that's because he had to hurry to pass under a blitz. Okay, here goes Bradshaw again. Lining them up in sight. High formation shifting. Steve Davis to the right off the eye. Blanker set to the right side. Here's the handoff to Franco Harris. Fires it off the right side. He'll get about two yards. Advancing the football to the 38-yard line. Jim Merlo, 225 pounds, left side linebacker from Stanford, makes the stop. And Franco picks up two yards, and it will be second down and eight yards to go. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, they lead seven to nothing in the ball game, and we have 4:45 remaining to play in the opening period. Nice to have you with us tonight as we bring you the play-by-play coverage from Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. Over 70,000 on hand. Running back to set wide, ends are tight. Flanker right for the Steelers. Now they shift and bring Franco Harris directly in behind the quarterback, taking a lot of time. Ooh, wow! Bradshaw, right side of the 40, and is missed on the tackle, goes out of bounds at the 41-yard line. Bradshaw, Ernie Jackson, and Jim Merlow pursuing step away from Jackson. Merlow cornered him, sent him out of bounds. Gordon Rebell blocking that time, the third-year man from Brigham Young. And the ball is at the 41-yard line, where it's going to be second and five. It's solid blocked by Gordy Gravel, and I thought Bradshaw would make even more yardage. What was the Gravel doing such a nice job on the far side? But uh, it's third and five yards to go. This time we got Shanklin wide to the right, putting Frank Lewis to the left. Bradshaw will pass. Spring pass, left side off the fingertips to Steve Davis. It is incomplete. Coming up and trying for an interception was linebacker Wayne Coleman of the Saints. He cannot hold it either. Pass falls incomplete. And Bobby Walden will come on for the first time tonight. He'll be kicking into a pretty stiff breeze. It was a good play. Bradshaw in the quick pass, throwing out to Steve Davis, who just couldn't hold the football. Spencer and Theosophilus are deep for the New Orleans Saints. And here's Walden running the football. 
Getting into the wind, coming down short, bouncing, picks off at the 21-yard line, and Spencer gives ground back behind the 20, coming to the right side of Stevens, and he's brought down at the 19-yard line. You can see the ball attain a tight and then hit the wind and then come down, and very tough to handle. Reggie Garrett made the stop as they gave ground after the reception, and the ball is spotted finally at the 21-yard line, a 39-yard spot for Bobby Walden. Reggie Garrett, incidentally, is playing against his brother tonight. They're not head-to-head the -head against him. They're both receivers. Reggie Garrett is a tight end for the New Orleans Saints. He's Reggie's older brother. All right, this time we're going to send Bob Newland out to the left, putting a man in the slot. Paul Steele, not going to make that uh, Jeff Phillips. Bring him in close now. Now they bring him in motion. And the give is to the one setback, and Alvin Maxson drives forward over the 20, back to the 21. He may pick up a yard out to the 22-yard line, sort of submarining under the pileup of black jersey. Steve Furness made the stop. Keep in mind that Furness is in there. Well, Arrowhead home. Been racked up with a virus uh, all week long. Yes, actually, viral pneumonia, and Pats uh, is just not up to... Uh, yet, but I suspect we may see some of them tonight. Second down and eight yards to go. Wide men in either direction. Setback. And a big draw. Now Manning throwing. And the pass is incomplete at the 41-yard line. Intended for Bob Newland off his fingertips. J.T. Thomas covered the play for the Steelers. Pass was incomplete. football for the New Orleans Saints is one for three on the night so far. He's backed up by Larry Sippa. We saw Sippa quarterback, uh, quarterback in the club in the preseason game, a rookie. Bobby Scott is another of their backup quarterbacks. And as Myron talked about it earlier, Manning had been involved in uh, a squabble down here. They thought he might try to jump for the world football. Like here's Manning throwing all intercepted by Mel Blunt. Sending the pass for Joe Parker. Too high for 35-yard line for Blunt. who went up in the air for the football. Now we're getting a penalty marker down on the play. Defensive holding against the Steelers. That will cost Pittsburgh five yards and a first down. New Orleans will get its initial first down of the ball game and the Steelers will be hit with their second penalty. Total of 15 yards. Moves the football forward to 27, first and 10. Well, it's a good thing Mel Blunt didn't intercept that pass because it would have been wasted. So I think they make Mel Blunt feel better, but he had a good track and an interception. in the slot post on the left side. Now they bring him in motion. Picks back to him. The skinny little guy went into the right side. This hard is at 25 and slammed to the artificial turf. Tackle was made by Jack Lambert. But here, the runner was pretty well cornered by a fine defensive effort for the Steelers. L.C. Greenwood had cut him off at the pass, about a two and a half yard loss on the play. Second down and 12 and a half yards to go. Now that is the same fellow running with the football that we told you. 5'5", 165 pounds. No bigger than Myron. What, what's your weight? I'm 138 soaking wet. Well, he's got, he's got a little weight on you anyway. 
He put him in a close slot to the left side. Manning is back to go. Firing to Stevens and saw off his fingertips. He went up to 29 with one hand. Could not pull it in. Andy Russell came up to cover. All of a sudden, Stevens becomes uh, a vital weapon in their offense. Saints rushing six times for eight yards. for a minus eight yards. It's your defense is just superb tonight. And uh, that play that Stevens went in motion on and took the ball, actually they were running out of a double wing that time, which they will frequently show. Lawrence James replaced the Steve Furness, giving his four linebackers. Lambert stunning a little, now dropping back, and the handoff is given to Alvin Mack, and he finds running room straight up the middle of the 35 on up the 40 yard line. Finally stopped by Glenn Edwards to free safety. Going to spot the football about a half yard short of the 40. It's a 39 and a half yard line. 14-yard game for the New Orleans Saints. Alvin Maxson, rookie from SNU, carried the ball. Second first down tonight for New Orleans. And now Furness is back in, replacing Lauren Cage. They're having trouble uh, keeping the football located. The wind is blowing it around. Saints are ready to go now. 7-0 in favor of the Steelers. High formation. Manning gives to the top of the eye. And this is Jess Phillips. Plowing ahead for about three yards. He'll be to the 42-yard line. The end cover the football. Center of the Steeler defense. Anchor but White White. Mike Wagner making the stop. And the ball is at the 42 and a half yard line. Second down and about seven yards to go. They pick up three yards. Phillips is a seven-year veteran from Michigan State. It's one 210 pounder. Saints break out of the huddle. Thompson, Cups, Gideon, Raceley, and Morrison are the interior linemen. Paul Steele is their tight end, a rookie from Michigan. And here it is. Look out, they may pass the football. Given to Joe Parker on the end around, he can find no one to throw to, and he is caught and thrown. Back at the 36-yard line, Jack Lambert and Joe Green make the stop. So a deep handoff coming left to right, and his arm cocked. Parker wanted to get rid of the football. The rookie from Florida was trapped and brought down. And the loss takes the ball back to the 37-yard line. Well, it's not a quarterback back, but it's a sack, I guess. I don't know. Did you get credit for a sack on that, Jack? I don't believe so. And as much as he did hand off, he had uh, an option of either running or passing, so it developed into, I guess, a running play. He was, he was looking. Looking to throw. I don't know. Ball is back at the 37. Third down and 13. Now, this time, Archie Manning takes the draw. He sees the throw and fires down the near side. Look out. Too high. It's the 39 yard line for Bob Newman. Newland wide open, they're getting the receivers open, and Manning having difficulty hitting his target. Archie, one for five passing for a total of eight yards tonight. As we warm up tonight, uh, to Gary Gerson's statistics, uh, we'll be able to keep you even better abreast of the, of the ball game. It's a game I've only seen him uh, twice this year because gives me a little bit of time uh, to take a little bit of time to interpret them. 
Tom Blanchard punting. And that's an odd-looking thing. Punting low trajectory. Hit for the win now. Picked up at the 25. There's the squad over the 30, the 35, and finally wrestles the ground to the 37-yard line. That ball is doing some tricks on punts. That one came up on a low trajectory. You could visibly see a drop as the wind seemed to get hold of it. It came down. Swan picked it up and made the return. A 12-yard return on a 38-yard punt. The ball is at the 37-and-a-half-yard Maybe that's happened. Whatever it is that's happening, I hope it continues. Ended by Steelers in the second quarter moving left to right. Got Shanklin flanked to the near side of the right of Bradshaw. Pitches out to Steve Davis, and he is hit at the 42-yard line. And he was zeroed in on by Billy Newsom. What a wick. Newsom, five-year veteran from Grambling, 6'5", 260 pounds. And he hit him like you might hit the tackling dummy in uh, practice. Good, solid lick that will be third down now and six yards to go for the Steelers. And I wonder if this time uh, Terry Bradshaw won't try to work on Vivian Lee again, cornerback Vivian Lee. We have Cole Davis, Mansfield, Clack, and Gravel in the interior line. Shifting out of the eye formation. <laughs> Here's Bradshaw back to throw. Firing. And it is picked off. Intercepted inside the uh, 45-yard line. And immediately, Tom Myers, who made the interception, goes down. He's trying to get Franco Harris. Drew in behind him. Jerry Mullins made the grab. And Myers came up with the interception. Season for Myers. That is his third interception, boosting the Saints' total for the season to 15. It is the second interception of the night off Bradshaw. Saints in good field position at the Pittsburgh 44. All right, seven nothing ball game. Wing back set to the left side, Jess Phillips, single running back, and to give the ball to Maxson, and he finds running room up the middle over the 40 and down to the 35 and onto the 34-yard line. Jack Ham makes the tackle. Alvin Maxson, single running back, get back there. He may have a first down. They're going to call time to measure at the Pittsburgh 34-yard line. Ten yards he gained on that play equaled almost the entire output of the Saints offense, 11 yards in the opening period. Big hole over the left side of the Steeler line that time, and the Saints, well, coming off that electrifying interception, and that's what it was, with Myers folding up to make it, and the Saints are alive. I could have gotten a feeling that the Saints' bread and butter offense without the razzle-dazzle was much more effective than their wide stuff and their... Uh, their end-arounds and uh, their run-and-pass options and that sort of thing. That may very well be the case, Jack. All right, now that they will spread our defense for this type of thing. Joe Parker goes to the right, and they bring Paul Highland to the left. They've got two running backs set up. Archie Manning is the quarterback. It is a short yardage play, and he gives that ball off to Jess Phillips, running to the left, and he's cut out at the 30 by Mike Wagner. Falls at the 29-yard line, and they have a first down. But it came outside that time with Mike Wagner making the stop. Saints pick up their third first down. And we were right at the top of this stadium in, a, in a, some sort of a metal and wood uh, radio facility that just shivers and shakes with this crowd. It's the weirdest feeling I've ever had. Well, it's a very noisy stadium, too, especially when they start stamping out there. We sit here, it's like sitting on top of a vibrator. It just vibrates the whole game. 
All right, they've got uh, a double wing situation with a man split to the right and a single running back. Now they bring a wing back in motion and they pitch the ball back in. Look out there in trouble. Like I told you, Jess Phillips goes down. And there it is, getting away from the bread and butter stuff, and they have lost back to the 35-yard line is Light White and Andy Russell. The Pittsburgh Steelers appear to be perfectly geared to meet anything that they do from that wide stuff. And that time, they brought that wing back in motion and left, pitched it back to him, and there were Steelers all over him as they faced second down and 16. I asked Chuck Lowe before the game if he would have to put in special defenses for this razzle-dazzle offensive material, and he said no. We don't do anything different. We just do it right in the soffit. Ball is at the 35 now to second down and 16. All right, this time Bob Newland goes wide to the right, and they put a man in the spot, ball steal out there, and now Manning rolling right. Look out, he's keeping to the 35, to the far side, the 30, and goes out of bounds at the 29-yard line. Chased out over there by Jack Ham. Archie Manning, running with the football, brings it back down to the Pittsburgh 29-yard line. And it's going to be third down and 10 yards to go for New Orleans in Pittsburgh territory, and the Steelers lead it 7 to nothing. With 11 minutes and 51 seconds remaining in the second period. Ball is marked in at the far hash mark. And the Steelers defense getting set. Joe Green talking momentarily with Dwight White. And now they await the Saints coming back to the line of scrimmage, and here's New Orleans. Wide man to the left is Bob Newland. Man in the slot on the left side with a single running back, and now they split Parker out further to the right. Very wide in both directions. Archie Manning on the long count, drops straight back to rushes on. Now he runs out of the pocket there after him. Here's Green making a diving stab at him with the 25, a flag down downfield. Joe Green gets and he falls at the 24-yard line. But downfield on the far side of the field at the 17-yard line, a penalty marker is down. So something has been detected and possibly against the Steelers. And it is defensive holding against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That will cost us five yards and the first down. New Orleans gets its fourth first down of the evening, and two of them have been on defensive holding calls. And uh, Archie Manning is learning something about the speed of the Steeler front four repeatedly when Archie has had to scramble. Those big Steeler linemen have been able to run him down as Dwight White did that time, but Dwight's great play went for naught because the uh, holding penalty gives the Saints the first down at the 19. All right, the Saints lining up in the eye. Alvin Max in the inside back. Just Phillips at the top of the eye. Slot left formation. Archie Manning giving it off to Phillips, and he is nailed. Beautifully. Fine defensive play by Andy Russell at the 22-yard line. Let's see whether he spot the football. Lost for about three yards. It's going to be second down and 13 yards to go for the New Orleans Saints at the Pittsburgh 22-yard line. And that holding call, we understand, was against Jack Hamm, Steeler linebacker Jack Hamm. So the Saints now facing second down and 12 yards to go at the 22 of the Steelers. Phillips now has five carries. He's met at zero yardage. Flanker right split in left, and Manning drops back. Now Manning runs to the right. Manny, Manny still looking fast, and he fires almost intercepted. What's the ruling right on the sideline? A diving catch. Now let's see what the ruling is going to be. 
Jack Cam made the diving catch on the far side of the field. It's Pittsburgh's ball. Jack Cam made a diving catch. Alvin Maxwell was the intended receiver. And the Steelers take over. For him, his fourth interception of the season. The Steelers' interception total is up to 21. We have a break in the action, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. tonight. So there's been one against both sides. 
And the Steelers averaging only one sack per ball game. That is their offensive line. So maybe New Orleans has had their allotment for the night. Let's hope so. New Orleans with a fourth linebacker in there, Rich Middleton. Got a three-man rush. And here's the ball carried downfield. Frank O'Harris. And he is over the 15 down to the 45-yard line. Tom Myers made the stop. And that time, as they set up to defend against the pass, they went to Franco Harris, and the great running back from Penn State brings it back to the New Orleans 45-yard line. It's going to be third and ten. Good call. They shot Franco right up the middle, fooled the Saints, and Franco made up the yardage that Bradshaw lost when he was sacked on first time. 13-yard gain as they switch personnel. They take a linebacker out and throw a defensive lineman back in. They're in a four-man front once again, third and ten. Pittsburgh at the New Orleans 45. New Orleans almost offside. Got back. Now Bradshaw's back to throw the rushes on. Green pass left side to Franco. He's trapped. And now he gets the block. Comes over the 50 and out of bounds at the New Orleans 49-yard line. Loss of four yards on the play. Jim Merlow made the stop. Jerry Mullins is out there trying to protect him. But it was a hopeless job. Saved him about five yards as he got back to the 49-yard line. And it is going to be fourth down now and 14 yards to go. Barry Bradshaw now five for nine, two interceptions, one touchdown pass. Bobby Walden in punt formation. New Orleans set up deep. Howard Stevens is the deep man. And Walden kicks it with the wind very high. Stevens backs up, takes it at the six. Gives ground behind the five. He's hit. Struggles forward, he's back up to the six or seven yard line. The little guy, he's ground behind the five and finally got back to the six or seven yard line. Reggie Garrett, Ed Bradley were down there to bring him down. We have a break in the action and we'll be right back. that the coverage was done there and Howie Stevens, only five feet five, filled it by about five tacklers. He made a one-yard return. The Saints in the hole at their six-yard line. The Steelers defense, famous for scoring points itself, has an opportunity now. New Orleans right to left at the Saints six-yard line. Archie Manning is the quarterback. Two running backs. And he gives the ball to Alvin Maxson, and Maxson plugs straight ahead. He'll pick up a couple of yards, bring it to the nine-yard line. Punt carried downfield, uh, 44 yards. It was a one-yard return. And now the Saints advance a few yards. Steve Burness makes the stop. 
Francisco, 6'4", 255, third-year man from Rhode Island. Playing in place of Ernie Holmes. Second down, eight yards to go. Means with flanker to the right, split end to the left. And the give is again to Maxson. Very little running room. Brought down at the 10-yard line. And they uncover the ball. And down at the bottom of it, Furness, Joe Green. Elsie Greenwood had a shoulder over in the play. The ball will be spotted at the 11. It's going to be third and five. Steve Furness playing opposite Jake Cup, Offensive guard Jake Cup, an 11-year man, a former teammate at Washington of Ray Mansfield. Furness is holding his own. Here's a pitch out to the right side. Jeff Phillips running with the football. Turns the corner to 10. Dives forward over the 15. He'll have a first down, I believe. Very close to it. As he was tracked down, running to the far side of the field by Jack Kim. Left side linebacker of the Steelers. Let's see what they do with the football. They have called time. And it's going to require a measurement as the stick to brought in a short distance at the far side of the field. Peering intently at the football over there. What is the decision? It is short by an inch. We're going to pause now for station identification. I'm Tom Lyons, and I'm right here every night at midnight to keep you company all night long. New Orleans is ready to go in the punt formation, and the Saints are going to be kicking against some kind of a win. Tom Blanchard will be their punter, and we go deep with Glenn Edwards and Lynn Swan. Blanchard standing at his own three-yard line, awaiting the snap of the football. Big, strong wind against him. He takes his time, gets an extra step, kicks a low trajectory. Good kick. All the way down to the 35. Swan takes it. Football goes down, gets up, and the play is whistled dead. Swan went down. Apparently, one straight diving in there tapped him, and Maurice Spencer going to get credit uh, for the tackle. Now, let's see. They come up officially with John Coleman. 50-yard punt against the wind. Now a clipping penalty to be marked off against the Steelers. A 15-yarder from the 34-yard line back to the 19th. We're running into some kind of misfortune with penalties tonight. 35 yards total. And it reminds me of the fiasco I watched at uh, Blacksburg, Virginia Saturday afternoon after West Virginia taking a 22-21 lead with about a minute and a half or less to go. And the officials in that time hit the Mountaineers with three 15-yarders, Myron. Hmm. Three of them. I'll have to tell you more about that later. Some kind of an afternoon at the 19-yard line. Bradshaw handing off. And the Steelers plowing straight ahead. Franco Harris, the ball carrier, to the 24-yard line. Billy Newsom at the bottom of the play for the New Orleans Saints. And Franco will pick up a solid five yards. Second down and five to go. Well, the Saints really got out of that bad hole with that punt, a 50-yarder by Blanchard, and then the penalty of 15 yards. So uh, they got out of a lot of trouble there. Indication there that if you keep the ball low against this wind down in the depths of this big stadium, you may not get into as much trouble as if you kick it high. Here's Bradshaw stopping short, firing with the men, drops the football. Larry Brown at the 44-yard line, right open down the middle. 
and he leaps into the air and kicks his feet in disgust. Warrior veterans from Kansas had gone wide open, straight down the middle. The pass appeared to be on the money, and he couldn't hold it, and it falls incomplete. Well, Larry is just beside himself with disgust because not only was the ball right there, not only was he wide open, but he had ample running room out ahead of him. The play, I'm sure, would have gone for at least 30 yards, maybe a lot more. Ten passes, two interceptions, 64 yards, and one touchdown thus far. Here is Terry Bagdee. Terry throws, and it is broken up. Larry Brown at the 35 had it there and hooking an arm run in Vivian Lee. There was no indication from the official of dropping a flag for pass interference, but I believe that Larry Brown felt he had been interfered with. I thought it was good defense, actually, Jack. The guy managed to work his arm over Larry Brown's elbow there, get in from behind him, and made a really a beautiful play, Vivian Lee did. Howard Stevens deep. Chris Theratropoulos and Maurice Spencer back there. Bobby Walden standing at his own 11-yard line. Snap of the football, the front carries left to right, and Walden gets away up over. And that's going to take Howard Stevens back to his own 22, gets down behind the 20, coming to the near side, coming up the sideline over the 25 to the 30, and throw it under at the 32, lost the football out of bounds. Of no effect whatsoever on the play, Steve Davis and Ed Bradley over to make the stop, along with Steve Furness. Steelers football continues after this brief timeout. With the wind at his back, Bobby Walton booms the ball 52 yards. The return is for nine yards. The Saints take over first down at their own 32-yard line. And the score, of course, is seven to nothing the Steelers. The Saints thus far, and there are uh, six minutes remaining in this first half. The Saints have not been able to mount uh, much of an offense at all. As Jack has pointed out, the Steelers uh, seem very well prepared for the uh, razzle-dazzle that the Saints repeatedly have tried to throw at them in the form of uh, rather unusual formations, the double wing and uh, lots of uh, deep stuff, the uh, deep handoff, deep pitch, and uh, that sort of thing. But the Steelers' defense has been up to it. One offense with 6 one to play in the first half. Steelers leading 7 to nothing. New Orleans had its own 32-yard line. Double wing back with a split end out to the left side and a single running back. And now the wing back, Jeff Phillips, goes in motion. The handoff straight ahead, Jerry Alvin Maxson. And he picks up yardage. Penalty marker goes down. Brought the ball up to the 36-and-a-half-yard line, a gain of about five yards. Get a holding call against New Orleans. That will be the first penalty on the Saints tonight. Elsie Greenwood made the tackle. Six-year veteran from Arkansas AM and N. And the 10-yard markoff coming up against the New Orleans Saints. Officials <laughs> are bouncing the ball around. Cannot dribble a football. It's the wrong shape. Now he has it marking off 10. Takes it back to the 21-yard line. Holding. First penalty against New Orleans. So the Saints are looking at first down and 20 yards to go at their own 21-yard line. And let's see what they've got in that interior line. Paul Steele is still playing the tight end position. Joe Parker, a wide receiver. Thompson, Cup, Gideon, Raisley, and Morrison in the interior line. And here's a draw handoff, and we've got him. Alvin Maxson coming ahead as nailed short of the line of scrimmage. 
Joe Green was there and waiting. And they will give him the 20-yard line for a loss of a yard. Back to the 20-yard line at second down at 21 yards to go. A draw handoff, and Alvin Maxson had nowhere to go on that one. Joe Green was waiting. Jeff Phillips comes off the field. Saints come out of the huddle. Paul Steele is set up to the squat to the left. Inside Bob Millen, Joe Parker is out to the right. The single running back set up all alone, and Archie Manning drops back to throw. Manning chased out of the pocket, now throwing. Finds an open man, intercepted by Andy Russell at the 30-yard line. The pass was intended for Johnny Beasley, inserted in for a running back, and Andy Russell made the interception at the New Orleans 30-yard line. Archie Manning was under pressure. Thus far tonight, he has not reacted well under pressure. Andy Russell comes up with the interception. The second one tonight for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And for Andy Russell, his first one of the season. And Archie Manning has been very inaccurate tonight. He has not been around the mark. And that time he was short with the pass and an easy interception for Russell. Manning is one for seven, two interceptions. He's been eight yards. Ball is at the 30 and a half yard line. And here's Bradshaw deep handoff to Steve Davis coming off the left side. Rambles to the 25 and goes down to the 22 yard line. Steve Davis getting off the left, left side with a block from Jerry Mullen. Planning toward the sideline until he ran into Tom Myers, who brought him down. Now, Andy Russell's interception is the 22nd of the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And as we told you, Russell's first of the year. Gain of about eight yards on the running play with Steve Davis. Randy Grossman has replaced Larry Brown at tight end. Terry Bradshaw, the quarterback, on second down two at the New Orleans 22. 4.30 to play in the first half. Here's the handoff. Fake. Bradshaw has the ball. Running to the right. And he's going to keep running over the 20, the 15, down to the 10, and out of bounds on the nine, near side of the field at the 10-yard line. Jim Marlowe chased him out of bounds. And you can see the blockers waiting for a decision from Bradshaw. <laughs> and out there was Mike Webster amidst a group of other Pittsburgh Steelers looking to see what Terry's decision would be, and he carries it down to the 10-yard line. First oh, down. my, yeah. I'm saying to myself, run, Terry, run. That old near side of the field was open there, and you wanted the first sign. Of course, that was the important thing, and he got it with room to spare. Terry Bradshaw, back in his home state, down here where he has a little ranch of his own, a little quiet spot to uh, cut hay. Roll a few animals. Bradshaw gives it off to Franco. Franco meets resistance. Just off the right side, we'll get a couple of yards to the eight. Gerlin Moore and Bob Pollard in at the bottom of the play. The Saints defense in the middle, very tough that time. And the ball is marked at the eight-yard line. It's going to be second down and eight to go. It appears, and I could be wrong, as though the sticks are short of the goal line, like you might pick up... Uh, a first down inches short of the goal line. Once you get down that close, it's not likely you need it. Here's Frank Lewis to the left, Shanklin flanking right. Pittsburgh leading 7-0, 3 to play in the second quarter. Bradshaw, take, gives it to Steve Davis, cutting outside of the left. He's help, he's over the five, he's down to the three-yard line. And knocked down. Jim Merlot and Joe Federsfield were over there. 
and Davis appeared to be stopped short of the five and put his way over the five and finally comes down at the uh, three-yard line. Going to be third down and three yards to go. Shanklin is out of the ball game, and Larry Brown comes back as a second tight end, and here they are hurrying people onto the field. Got Alex Price and Don Coleman coming on. Cornerback Vivian Lee and safety man Tom Myers coming off. The shift to another man with Doris going in to replace Johnny Fuller. And they've got their goal line defense in there. Third and three. Bradshaw rolling right. Bradshaw throwing touchdown. Franco on the near side of the field. And the penalty marker goes down. Can you believe that? Franco Harris caught it for the touchdown. And the penalty marker is going to be thrown against Randy Grossman. Interference against the Pittsburgh Steelers. If I were not so impartial in my viewing of this ball game, I would say there's a gigantic conspiracy out here to penalize us the length of the field at times. Well, I think they're calling Grossman for pushing off, but uh, in any event, the Steelers lose the touchdown. It was a three-yard pass, a nice catch. It was thrown to Franco's inside. He had to come back a little for it, sort of twist around to make the catch. But it doesn't count. The ball is pushed back to the uh, all the 17 and a half yard line. And by the way, Jack, Andy Russell's interception, the second for the Steelers today, ties the Steelers for the league lead in interceptions with Oakland and Kansas City. So if they intercept one more tonight, they not only lead the league in sacks, but also in interceptions. He's off the Steelers defense. Ball is back at the 17 and a half yard line. It's going to be third down and 17 and a half yards to go. Saints go back to their normal defensive alignment. Fuller, Myers are back in. Jackson, Vivian Lee. Merlot, Fettersfield, and Coleman. Billy Newsom, Bob Pollard, Derlin Moore, and Joe Owen. And they're awaiting the Pittsburgh Steelers who are huddling, discussing the situation. Fettersfield has been over to talk with the coaching staff and he's back out there. And Terry Bradshaw completes his conference with Chuck Knoll. 7-0 ball game, 2.47 to go in the first half. Pittsburgh has dominated, but there has just hasn't been that much scoring. And I might point out that this is going to be a short week because the Houston Oilers are at Three Rivers Stadium next Sunday afternoon. And they dropped a 10 to nothing ball game to Dallas yesterday, a very controversial play apparently. Uh, the Oilers insisting that on the Dallas touchdown, which was a dive from the one-yard line, uh, the Oilers insisting the Dallas ball carrier did not make it into the end zone. But anyhow, it ended Houston's four-game winning streak. Frank Lewis to the left, Ron Shanklin to the right. Running backs are Harrison Davis, Bradshaw the quarterback for the Steelers. On the 17-and-a-half-yard line, it is third down. And Bradshaw backpedals straight back deep. Now runs forward over the 20, the 15. He's down to the 10, the 5. He's going in for a touchdown. Bradshaw carries it down the middle. Gave it a little juke to the right side at the 10. Cut back, went right straight down the middle of the Saints defense. Galloped into the end zone, standing up, and he is being congratulated. Franco Harris with his arms around Gary B. And the other members of the offensive unit over there saying a great job. Well done. And Bradshaw took advantage of that situation. He's carried seven times tonight, 67 yards, and now has added a touchdown. And for Terry Bradshaw, that is his second touchdown of the season. 
Roy Jarrell is going to try for the point, and there is a problem, so they've taken a timeout. And I'm not exactly sure what that problem is. Bobby Walden is going over to short a man. Well, this, Jack, happened, this happened too many times this year. But it gives me an opportunity to point out that Bradshaw made a great move at the seven-yard line on linebacker Joe Fetterspill. Left Joe Fetterspill sprawled on his face. He had the shot at Bradshaw. He couldn't take the move, and Bradshaw scored. All right, Jarella will try for the point. Walden, the holder. Pittsburgh leading 13 to nothing. The ball is down. Jarella kicks it with the win. It is good. It's a 14-0 ball game in favor of the Steelers, who after Russell's interception, took the football 30 yards in five plays, and Terry Bradshaw, after the penalty, bringing it back to the 17-and-a-half-yard line, moved it straight down the middle. He dropped straight back the throw, and then ran with the football, and as Myron told you, gave it a great move right in the middle of the run, right inside the 10-yard line, and then galloped into the end zone unmolested, and that was enough to make the New Orleans Saints fans cringe in their seats. And Terry knew he had to go all the way. He had it right up the middle of the ball field. Of course, if he hadn't gone all the way, they probably would have had an easy field goal, but he wanted that touchdown. The Steelers have used up two of their three timeouts now. There are two minutes and 38 seconds remaining in this first half. I don't think the uh, use of their timeouts will prove to be important. Stevens and Spencer are deep, and Howard Stevens under the ball, five yards deep in the end zone. He'll kneel with it. Howard Stevens will take the automatic touchback. Two minutes, 32 seconds to play in the second quarter. Pittsburgh 14, New Orleans 7. And the Saints are ready to move on offense, right to left here. Rather cool night in New Orleans. But it's in the 30s by now, Zach, don't you think? I, I wouldn't question it at all. Be good to get back to Pittsburgh tonight where it's warm and snowy. What, Lou? What? Are you a broadcaster on this team? What are you talking in this place for? Lou Crick, our talkative spotter. Here, you can use my microphone. Lou, what did you have to say? They're playing ball down there. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing football in New Orleans. <laughs> Or no game whatsoever. Parker took the pass. He got back to the line of scrimmage at the 20 and Ham and Thomas were there waiting for him. At halftime, I'm going to resolve this, uh, this matter of microphone jurisdiction. Well, I'll tell you something, Craig. You know, you, you, you better mind your manners. You're not any bigger than Howard Stevens. <laughs> and he says, I'm not either. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you're not flying home on the charter tonight, Myron, because you just might be without a seat. <laughs> yeah, that's we right. see to that. First down, second down, down 10 yards to go. New Orleans has stopped the clock with a timeout. The automatic timeout. Where's our commercial? Await the producer to inform you there's a break in the action. We'll be right back. Okay, two minutes remaining and a half. Here go the Saints from their own 20-yard line. Second down, 10 yards to go. Slot right formation. Now they split. They bring Joe Parker wide to the left. And move their slot back in closer on the right side. Manning rolls left. Throwing to the near side. He overthrows his target. Good night. At the 39-yard line, Parker to the sideline. Needed a step ladder, and the crowd is really wild. 
He threw it all the way into the Saints bench area. Mike Wagner with a pretty good cover on Parker. Could be that Archie Manning decided to just let it go that way rather than risk it. An interception at that point could give them much trouble. He is two for nine with two interceptions and a total of eight yards passing tonight. Well, I'll tell you, he was a great prospect. They say he uh, was hurt by the lack of a quarterback coach here. They've now got Lamar McCann in working with him and uh, supposed to have helped, but tonight he's off the ball. He's, he's inaccurate. Archie Manning back to throw. Manning fires the ball. Look out. It is intercepted. Picked off. The Steelers have it running with the foot. Now it's a move. The ball down to the 32-yard line. The ball was picked off by J.P. Thomas, who was running with it. He fumbled the football. I think and Edwards Burnett wound up with the ball. J.P. Thomas. Glenn Edwards was the, the recovery, Jack. Glenn Edwards made the recovery. J.P. Thomas intercepted. The ball is back to the 32-yard line. And it is going to be first down and 10. And the Steelers now lead the league in interception. Archie Manning made the tackle on the play. That was his contribution after throwing the interception. Here is Bradshaw bootlegging, dropping back, firing on the far side, almost not quite. Steve Davis can't hold it at the 15-yard line on the run. Wayne Coleman coming over to cover. Bradshaw's 12th pass of the night. Manning has now thrown three interceptions. J.T. Thomas, who picks it off, gets his fifth interception, tying him with Glenn Edwards. And the Steelers now have 23 interceptions on the season, as Myron told you. That brings them right up to the top. Second down, 10. Rock goes a minute 36. The height and the distance here made it almost impossible for me to tell what had happened after J.T. ran into some people down there. Gigantic scramble for the football. Good end to the left, Lewis. Blanker right, Shanklin. Bradshaw drops straight back. Bradshaw looks, 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 looks. Plenty of time, throws for the end zone, and the crowd there is batted away incomplete. His target was Ronnie Shanklin. Double coverage on him from Ernie Jackson and Tom Myers. And the pass is deflected over the end line and out of play. Clock is down to a minute 27. Ball comes back to the 32-yard line in possession of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're down 10 yards to go in New Orleans territory. I'll tell you, Bradshaw could have caught a bus. He had so much time to throw that ball. Did they ever give him protection? Franklin is out and Lynn Swan is in. Number one draft choice, rookie from Southern California. He's been hampered by an injured finger. He splits right. Lewis is out to the left. And we got Bradshaw back and forth to the near side. And on a comeback at the sideline, incomplete at the 21. As Swan, covered by Ernie Jackson, could not hold on to the football, appeared to be over the sideline anyway. And Bradshaw's 14th pass of the night goes incomplete. And now with the win behind him, Roy Jarrell is going to try to add three more points to the Pittsburgh lead. Minute 22. This will be some kind of a kick. Bobby Walden kneeling at the 39. It would make it a 49-yard kick. But the wind, for whatever it might be worth down there, is behind Jarella. And Jarella will be kicking from the 39. A 49-yard attempt, and Jarella has it in the air. 
straight away and it comes down short. He missed it. A little too much distance. So the field goal try is unsuccessful. Somebody has let loose the St. Bernard dog down on the field. Let the mask out of the state. Crowd is going crazy as the Orleans Saints decide to Bobby Statton, quarterback. That's right. They're, they're making a switch. It is going to be Bobby Scott at quarterback. They're playing the quarterback game in New Orleans tonight at the 33-yard line. Here's the handoff. Carried forward over the left side by Jeff Phillips, fighting his way to the 34-yard line. White White and Jack Gamble on the stop. Bobby Scott, three-year veteran from Tennessee, so 6'1", 200 pounds, 25 years old. Second down and eight yards to go. Clock is turning with 54 seconds to play in the first half. Joe Parker to the right, Bob Newland to the left, and a pair of setbacks. Bobby Scott directs the attack. Gives the ball out to Alvin Maxson, finds no running room as he is hit solidly by Steve Burnett. Coming into the middle of the line. Penalty marker down up at the New Orleans 43-yard line. Apparently against Pittsburgh because J.T. Thomas is stamping his foot in disgust. Personal foul against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Referee at the 35-yard line is ready to step off 15 yards. New Orleans would have a minimum of first downs tonight had it not been for the penalties, two automatic first downs. This one will give the Saints a first down. The Saints may have more yardage and penalties in their favor than they've got in total offense. The interesting to see. And this takes the ball up near the 50-yard line, just across the Pittsburgh territory. Pittsburgh has been penalized a total of 65 yards. And we'll take a look in a few moments at the team's total offense. Here they come out of the huddle. They have eight yards rushing, 29 yards, or rather eight yards passing, 29 rushing, so they have made more by penalties than they have in their offense. Here is the pass to the far side and complete. Howard Stevens going to the 35. 
and the Orleans will use the timeout. Tackle made by Lauren Chase. So what we saw, simply offsetting penalties after the play. Mike Wagner was hit with the personal foul. As far as the Steelers are concerned. Yeah, Steve, probably that's because of the 33 defense, the pass protection defense, that's all. I, he was not thrown out right, of the game. we got our fourth linebacker, Lauren yeah. Chase, in there. So, uh, Scott is now two for two for 16 yards on the evening. Archie Manning, two for 10 with three interceptions, eight yards. And the Saints have moved the ball to the Pittsburgh 34-yard line. It is second down and about five yards to go. 26 seconds remaining to play in the first half. And they are warming up their field goal kicker. That does not show a great deal of confidence in their offense, does it? <laughs> you know, kind of an unusual thing, taking your quarterback out with only a minute and 12 seconds remaining in the first half. You don't see that very often. Usually, if the quarterback's going sour, why, the coach will ride with them at least till halftime and then make the switch. But we've seen it uh, done the other way tonight, and uh, I don't believe Manning was hurt, so, uh, No from Gary Gerson says, in effect, John North is unusual. Well, he was accused of being too conservative, but in recent weeks, he's been anything but. Second down five. Bobby Scott, the quarterback now in place of Archie Manning, has completed two passes. Scott drops straight back, now rolls right, looks, 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 throws, and he overthrows into the band. That one could have been caught by an usher and carried out into the street. Bob Newland was the intended receiver. Elsie Greenwood was on the rush in pursuit of the quarterback, and that will be the 13th pass by New Orleans. Clock down to 19 seconds. Third down and five for the Saints. Operating at the Pittsburgh 34. Steelers leading 14 to nothing. And the way this first half is moved, this might be one of those Monday night games that goes until 12.30 at night. Why are you rubbing your hands together? Are you cold? My hands are cold. Bill Butler is good as a running back. Here is Bobby Scott dropping back. And gets the ball away at his... Broken up, I believe, by Andy Russell. Had a great rush on him. Andy Russell got a hand on the ball. Yes, Andy Russell had the blitz going, and he was right on top of Scott. Scott just got rid of it and uh, wanted, wanted no parts of it. <laughs> we'll be back after this pause on the Steelers Football Network. New Orleans, fourth down. Bobby Scott drops back. Scott fires down the middle, and it is deflected. Brent Edwards up in the air to get a hand on a pass and get it for the tight end, Paul Steele. Around the 25-yard line, it is incomplete. And the Steelers take over with 11 seconds remaining on the clock in the second quarter. Trying to run over those uh, passing figures for you, uh, Archie Manning, we show, with two for 10, three interceptions, eight yards. And Scott, two out of five for 16 yards. Giving New Orleans uh, four out of 15 on the night with three interceptions. Terry Bradshaw gives the ball to Franco, trying to get outside of the left. Cuts back. He's coming forward over the 40 and up to the 43-yard line. Franco has short of a first down by about two yards. Clock is 
Backing up to Jacob. Lynn Swan at his own 38. Running wide with the odds. The boys drive that over the 45 to 50. Look at the speed. Here he comes down the sideline over the 30 to 20. Swan is going to go all the way for a Pittsburgh touchdown. Lynn Swan took the punt at his own 38-yard line. Headed to the far sideline and they had a lane for him. And Swan turned on the speed. That's the first really good look we've seen at the rookie from Southern California, 62 yards on the return. And the big play. What do you think of that one? Well, you might even give him two more yards on it, Jack. He may have been back even at the 36. Right, you're right. Joe Green took a guy out on the far sideline. Bill Butler, that was the guy who had the chance at one, and Joe planted him. I believe it was Joe. Roy Jarella kicks for the point after. Roy Jarella hits the point after. Lynn Swan has scored an earlier pass, or earlier touchdown passing in the season. This is his second touchdown of the year, second of his professional career. And the Steelers move out to a 21-0 lead. Now there's a break in the action at New Orleans. We'll be right back. Well, the Saints who last weekend uh, whipped the Los Angeles Rams, now trailing the Steelers 21-0, and here's Torella's kickoff. And he kicks it very well. And over end, back into the end zone, Stevens bobbles it around, falls on it for the automatic touchback. Roy Jarella kicks it very well. The Steelers, that brings Jack Hart, slender skiing retriever, out on the field. And Jackie is back over to the other side. How many years have you been with the Steelers? He oh, be Wally, I don't know, but I mean, look it up. Listen, better is Jack Hart, who handles the equipment in charge of the field. And, uh, well, I grew up with Art Rooney Jr., and they used to stuff each other in garbage cans over on the north side. Is that right? Yeah. All right, New Orleans ready to go. Trailing 21 to nothing. Bobby Scott, the quarterback. Second man through, takes the football. That's Jess Phillips, and he'll pick up about three and a half yards on the play. Tackle made by Jack Lambert, looking from Kent State. And uh, as I understand it, a potential candidate for rookie of the year. Who's that? I was looking up how many years Jack Hart's been Jack Flat. I can't find it. Oh, Jack Flat's a good one. Three yard gain, third and seven. Now they have a flanker to the right, split into the left. And here's the handoff going to Maxim this time. Coming to the left, turns the corner out over the 30, the 35, and he goes to the 36-yard line. Maxim, Len Edwards making the stop. First down for the Saints, 13-yard game. Saints are doing something that might make a profit out of me. They're going to bread-and-butter football now. Not that I would uh, even propose to be in a class with John North at uh, mapping strategy, not even... Uh, near it. But I'll tell you one thing, they've done better throughout the evening when they've stuck to good, solid football and uh, left the razzle-dazzle behind. Now, here they are again with a straight flanker, right, split in left, two setbacks, and the quarterback got back to throw, and he fires too high, near side, intended for Joel Parker at Pittsburgh 43 on the sideline. He was covered by Glenn Edwards. Pass was thrown too high, carried out of bounds, incomplete. Well, he wanted to go to Alvin Maxson, a running back, coming out of the backfield, but he was picked up very nicely by the Steelers' defense, so uh, got through a little deeper than he wanted to. What a 
Let's get checked. Uh, Myron, you've got the glasses on. Who's doing all that throwing over there behind the steeler bench there? Maybe they're just keeping Terry Bradshaw warm. Yeah, that, uh, that's Bradshaw. He's just staying warm. Got back up short. They're after him. He throws complete under pressure. Beautiful pass down to the Pittsburgh 48. Top by Paul Steele. Great rush. I want to look back here and tell you about it. Dwight White was in there. Uh, coming in on the play. Glenn Edwards made the stop downfield at the Pittsburgh 43-yard line. A 21-yard pass play with Paul Steele, the rookie from Michigan, the receiver. Now, Scott, very cool that time. Had a big, big rush on him. Had that pass on the money. So the Saints have advanced into Pittsburgh territory. Slot right formation. They run out of the eye this time. And to give it to the inside back, Alvin Maxton. Powering straight ahead, down over the 40s, down to the Pittsburgh 39-yard line. Joe Green and L.C. Greenwood team up on the stop for the Steelers. And the Saints will uh, pick up about four yards. Call it second down and six. I do not think we'll see Arrowhead Holmes at all tonight, and that's a blow to him because he wants that Monday night exposure. He wants that publicity that brings all pro honors. That's why he drew his hair in the shape of an arrow. So he's missing out on the Monday night exposure. Rod McNeil, a rookie running back from Southern Cal, is in the ball game for the first time. He'd been listed as injured. And the handoff is to McNeil. It's short yardage. It said that he would probably not play. Burnett and Lambert work together on the stop. Two-yard gain on the play. Third down and four yards to go for New Orleans. And they're at the Pittsburgh 37. Steve Furness doesn't look like a drag down there tonight, does he? He's not hurting the Steelers one bit. Am I wrong in, in, re in recollection? Was he one of the veterans who had reported in and played in this game down here before played extremely well against the Saints? Yeah, I believe it was here. I think that was the game right here. Got a good game here. Here is a sack back at the 50-yard line. And it's Steve Furness. We're just <laughs> talking about him. <laughs> I would say that was a very timely conversation. They will spot the ball at the 49-yard line. And uh, a sack for Steve Burnett. The fifth sack of the ball game for the Steelers. Holy cow, they get a total of 45 on this season. Let's pause now for station identification. Hello, this is Larry O'Brien, and I'm right here every morning to start your day a fun way. <laughs> Saints in punt formation. Tom Blanchard will kick the football. Edwards and Swan are deep for Pittsburgh. And here's the punt coming in short. Inside the 20, bounding over to the side of the field. Touches the Saints. Picked up by Swan. Dives forward. Gets two or three yards out of it to the 14-yard line. That goes to show you what will happen if you let the ball bounce around. Lynn Swan, an opportunist. And uh, he just picked it up and dived forward for about three yards. And Don Coleman got on him and stopped him. And the ball is... Just short of the 14-yard line. Got a break in the action down on the field. We'll be right back. Great news for you 
and your hard-earned dollars. You can whip inflation now at Basco Catalog Tools. For 20 years, Basco has been one of America's toughest inflation fighters. And now, during Basco's giant 20th anniversary sale, prices are down again on brand-name merchandise. You know the name, Sunbeam General Electric Hamilton Spalding. Come in right now. Fabulous savings on appliances, radios, shipware, even jewelry. Basco doesn't just talk about inflation. Check Basco's prices and compare. You can whip inflation right now during the giant 20th anniversary sale. Now underway at all Basco showrooms. Check your white pages for the showroom nearest you. and 33 seconds remaining in the third quarter. The Sears leading 21 to nothing, and here's Jack Fleming. John McMakin, the veteran at tight end who was injured throughout uh, much the early part of the season, is into the ball game. Hand off is given to Steve Davis, and Big Steve plows just off the left side out over the 15. He'll pick up about five yards, runs into Alex Price. Second-year man from Alcorn State, and linebacker Joe Federsfield. Three-year man from Kentucky. The ball is marked. Just short of the 19-yard line, a gain of five, second down and five to go. I'm not saying that this game is locked up, but uh, I want to toss some interesting figures your way as soon as I have an opportunity. All righty. We've got Shanklin set to the right, Frank Lewis out to the left, shifts him off the eye formation. Here's Brad Shaw giving the ball to Franco to the outside of the left. He traps, cuts forward, runs two people over the 25, the 30, and on the 32-yard line as he fumbled it. He has, and New Orleans recovers. Lost the field from it. Franco lost the football. And the New Orleans Saints come up with it. First turnover of that nature tonight for the Steelers. New Orleans has the ball at the 31 and a half yard line. Jim Merlot recovered the fumble for the New Orleans Saints, and they have a first and ten at Pittsburgh's 31 and a half. Franco, uh, who ran for over 100 yards against Cleveland, fumbled several times in that game. Was afraid he wasn't concentrating enough. He fumbled again now. All right, Bobby Scott is running the New Orleans attack, and he hands the ball off to Alvin Maxson, getting outside of the left, over the 30 to 25 to 20, breaks the tackle, goes to 15. running through people. Shook off Bell Blunt. Finally, Mike Wagner uh, got him. He's run through Jack Ham, who uh, gave him some help on the play, and Elsie Greenwood was over there. 18-yard run, Alvin Maxson, the rookie from Southern Methodist University, carrying the mail for the New Orleans Saints. And Maxson came into this ball game with 300 yards total on the season. He's now 11 carries for 63 to give the Maxim again nowhere to go this time. I'll tell you what, a suffering defender slowed him down. L.C. Greenwood. And then Green grabbed him. But L.C. is the man who put the initial hit on him. Give him two yards as he struggled around in the pileup at second down and eight. This Maxson is a chunky rookie out of SMU, 5'11", 205. Chuck Knoll, very impressed with him on film, says he runs with a lot of power. Bob Newland lines up out to the right as a flanker. Joel Parker splits in the near side. And the handoff is given to Jeff Phillips, running to the right, and he's in trouble at the 10-yard line. Jack Cam got the first lick at him. 
Joe Green helps him up off the floor of the stadium at the 10-yard line. So it's going to be a gain of about a yard. Third down and seven for the New Orleans Saints. And they bring the little guy, Howard Stevens, onto the field. 
at the 33-yard line. 71,907 here tonight. View this ball game. So for the weekend, they put over 140,000 in here to see two games. Here's a handoff to Steve Davis. Good block for him, and then it closes down, and he comes down at the 35-yard line. Running out to the left, Billy Newsom made the tackle. Got a good initial block, and uh, then the blocking folded. Picked up two yards, second down eight. I'm sorry, Jack, but I don't buy that attendance figure. 71,907 means 10,000 empty seats, and if you can find 10,000 empty seats in here, I don't know. It looks like almost a full house to me. Huh. Well, maybe they've got a few uh, freebies in here tonight. Could be. Lynn Swan is in the ball game as a wide receiver for the Steelers. Frank Lewis is the other one. Shifting the running back. Bradshaw's back deep to throw. Bradshaw runs forward with a football. Picks up blockers over to 40, the 45, and brought down around the 47-yard line. Terry Bradshaw, finally stopped by Joe Federsfield. He'll have a first down. He has been a tremendous weapon with his timely running tonight. Pollard and Petersfield on the tackle. And the ball is being spotted around the 47-yard line. John Stallworth is on as a wide receiver. Two rookies, Swan and Stallworth for the Steelers. Hey, Jack, I think Bradshaw has about 93 yards rushing. He might have a 100-yard game, won't he? We have him uh, unofficially over here, 8 for 81. You know, he had 80 in the first half officially. And here is the handoff now to Steve Davis, hitting straight ahead over the left side. He's up over the 50 and down to the 49-yard line. Bob Pollard uh, makes the tackle on him, and they crossed the 50-yard line, and a gain of around four and a half yards. Second down, and a short six. So Bradshaw had 80, 6 for 80 in the first half, so uh, we'll correct it. That's I think he had a 13-yard gain on that play. Yeah, that, that brings him up to about 93 yards. Go for 100, Terry. Second down, short six, just across the 50 in the Wallings territory. Steelers leading 21 to 7. Bradshaw takes the handoff, pitch out for left side to Franco Harris, and Harris cuts down to the 45 and on to the 44. He is short of a first down. Bradshaw running the rollout option to the left side with Harris trailing. Wayne Coleman makes the stop. We've seen just about everything in this ballgame tonight. You got the play all wrong. That was Billy Daniels pitching out to Tony Dorsett. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> the fake to Davis, the pitch out on the option play to have to Franco. Hmm. Larry Brown enters the ball game, replacing Lynn Swan. We have two tight ends in there, John McMakin and Larry Brown on third and one. 21-7, 3.29 to play in the third quarter. Steelers leading, ends tight, flanker right. Running back to Harrison Davis. Bradshaw giving to Franco, and he gets off the left side. Gallops to the 40, breaks the tackle to the 35, and out of bounds at the 31-yard line. Finally chased out by Johnny Fuller, the strong safety. And he has a first down, and the Steeler running game is moving the football. Down to the 31-yard line, a 13-yard game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And both Davis and Harris running well tonight. Rocky Blyer is down there uh, in reserve. 
But any time you go into a game, you'll miss the services of Frenchie Fuqua and Preston Pearson, who are hospitalized back in Pittsburgh, and we do hope that they're out of there very soon. Lynn Swan is back into the ballgame. Franco is 11 for 69 yards tonight. Here is Bradshaw, a quick handoff inside, and taking the ball, coming outside of the right. Is Franco, 20-15, and out of bounds at the 11-yard line. Johnny Fuller chased him out. That appeared to be a hit straight ahead. And suddenly, Franco, dared to be outside, turned on his speed, and with his great running ability, swung to the sideline, and finally is chased out at the 11, a 20-yard game. And now New Orleans has fired this ball club. Leading 21 to nothing, there might have been uh, just a, a notion that it was wrapped up. But New Orleans comes down to score from 32 yards out, and now the Steelers come firing back, and they're doing it all well. Bradshaw lines them up at the 11-yard line. The running backs are set wide. And a give. And again, it is Franco hitting off the right side and diving down to the 7-yard line, maybe the 6. Billy Newsom on the stop. And Joe Federsfield comes out of the play. And they're going to spot the football at the 7-yard line. Give Franco 4 yards from the 11 down to the 7. It's going to be 2nd down and 6. Franco is just running beautifully. Two plays ago, he gained 19 yards on a play that was all freelance. Headed up the middle, he took off for the outside. It was all freelance work. Beautiful. He has great lateral vision. 13 carries, 93 yards. Good job to Franco. Running to the left. He's help. He doesn't need it. He gallops over a man, goes inside the five, and is down to the three, maybe the two, and Jim Merlo finally making the tackle on him. Tom Myers up on the play. Harris that time appeared to have no chance to get through as they closed in on him, and he carried it under his own power. He's down to around the two-yard line. And he Harris may be held hurt. down on the turf over there, and he may be hurt, getting up slowly. He's okay, I think. And they're going to measure at the two-yard line to see whether or not Franco Harris has picked up the first down. In the meantime, goal line defense time for New Orleans. And the Saints bring on Don Coleman. They bring on Steve Bumgardner. They come out on the field with Andy Doris, and they bring out the smaller men and go to the bigger lineup defensively at the goal line. They have measured, and Pittsburgh is short of a first down by inches. Going to be third down. Inches to go for a first down. And uh, a little less than two yards to go for a touchdown. Pittsburgh leading 21 to 7 with 2 minutes and 15 seconds to play in the third quarter. Lynn Swan is out and Larry Brown and John McMakin, the two tight ends are there. John Stallworth is the wide receiver. Stallworth flanks out to the near side. Stallworth out of Alabama A&M. All right, the Steelers lined up at the two-yard line just inside the two. And Bradshaw gives it to Franco and he hits the goal on the right side. Flips off and has the first down at the one. His solid resistance ran into Jim Merlo, slipped off to the right side and was covered as he went down at the one-yard line. And the ball will be just inside the one. And Franco's worrying me to death, getting up slowly. Giving it the old Jim Brown treatment coming up off the ground. Well, what he's doing is having reclining conversations with the officials on where to spot the ball. He, while he's talking, he figures he doesn't have to be on his feet because that's taxi. He talks well in a reclining position. Less than a yard to go. First down and goal for the Steelers. Moving at the goal line to our right. And here's Bradshaw rolling out to the left and firing into the end zone for a touchdown. 
Hitting Larry Brown. Oh, my. The Saints defense bunched up in the middle. Just exactly the one play that you wouldn't expect to see. A rollout to Bradshaw's opposite side. The right-hander turned and flipped the ball to Larry Brown in the far corner of the end zone, wide open for the touchdown of beauty. It was a pass good for 18 inches. <laughs> That's what it was. Here is the extra point try by Roy Girella. At the 10, the ball is down. Girella kicks it. It is good. Pittsburgh, 28 to New Orleans Saints, 7. Girella had a gathering of civilians and players around him down on Canal Street last night, right outside the hotel, just standing and talking. It was still warm. That was before the rain came. And I stopped to talk to him. I said, you look like you might be out here uh, peddling roasted chestnuts or something. Had a big crowd gathered around him. A very interesting atmosphere here in New Orleans where within an area of just a few blocks, you can see uh, several thousand people in all different sizes, shapes, and all sorts of attire. And I think you'll have to admit it's, it's, uh, it's an oddity to come here. Yes, indeed. And Roy Girola is very business-oriented. And for all you know, he might have been peddling roasted chestnuts. He might have been selling somebody the land that the Marriott stands on. <laughs> that drive went 67 yards in 10 plays. Beautifully executed. Touchdown drive for the Steelers, scoring on the pass to Larry Brown. And here's Jarella kicking off. High and long. Five yards deep in the end zone. Bobbled around by Jess Phillips and finally chased down out of bounds. They will put it in play at the 20-yard line on the automatic touchback. A minute and three seconds remaining in the third quarter in this Monday night football show at New Orleans. The Pittsburgh Steelers leading 28-7. Needing a victory tonight to keep pace. With the Cincinnati Bengals, who are in pursuit with their victory yesterday, moved to within a game of the Steelers. And a win tonight here in New Orleans, where the Saints have been particularly tough on their home turf. Just be a tremendous accomplishment coming into the home stretch of the season. Yeah, think Bradshaw's won the quarterback job. I'd say on the basis of tonight's performance, he has to have won something. Beautiful. Here they are. The pass fired to the right flat area to the 20-yard line. Alvin Maxson pulls it in. He's immediately belted. Very short gainer. Jack Cam makes the stop. One yard gain on a long pass out to the right. I show New Orleans seven for 20 passing and three interceptions by the Steelers. Let's see how that matches up. Manning two for 10 and Scott five for 10. So that is seven for 20 with three interceptions. All right, Bobby Scott is the quarterback. Drops back and fires downfield too high. His man up in the 40 was Joe Parker. And the defensive man back there, J.T. Thomas, could not get near the football. Jack Dam dropping back was not there. It was overthrown. An incomplete pass. It's going to be third down and nine yards to go with 25 seconds remaining in the quarter. And when the Steelers get the ball back, I hope Franco will continue to roll because he's going for his sixth consecutive 100-yard game. And he only needs to average a little less than 100 per game from here out to have a 1,000-yard season. 15 carries tonight for 99 yards. He'll make it. He'll make it. <laughs> and Scott drops back. Scott throws. Complete to the 35-yard line. Paul Steele, the tight end. Fights his way forward to the 37. Paul Steele, the receiver. The Steelers converge. Mike Wagner is there. Glenn Edwards is there. 
At the 37-yard line, the New Orleans Saints have picked up a first down, and Bobby Scott has completed his eighth pass for the Saints tonight. The gun sounds the end of the third quarter at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans to score Pittsburgh 28, the Saints 7. Well, what's the situation? The Saints now have a first down at their own 37-yard line. And so far in his ballgame, Terry Bradshaw has thrown for two touchdowns. He scored one himself on an 18-yard uh, dash up the middle. So he's having a pretty big night statistically. Well, he's 6 for 15 throwing the ball, but uh, he had a few drops. He had a few drops in the first half. So he would be up there around the 500 mark with a little better help, but uh, we're not complaining. Here we go. All right, Scott at quarterback. Bobby Scott on the long count. Drops back. He throws to the near side. Almost intercepted at the 44-yard line on the pass intended for Paul Steele. Jack Cam came in front and broke it up and almost intercepted. Now that is Bobby Scott's 13th pass of the night. And Gary Gerson points out that he's played very little this season. They've not performed in the last four ball games or so. And looking at the stats, he has thrown only 25 passes over the course of the season, and tonight he has thrown 13 already. So he is seeing uh, the maximum amount of work that he has uh, experienced in a single game during the course of the season. Draw handoff, ball Gary Balvin, Maxson, and Maxson is nailed. Short of the line of scrimmage. Go on the draw, Maxson comes forward, does not make the line of scrimmage, and Steve Burnett. And Glenn Edwards put the stopper on him uh, short of the 35 by about a foot. It's going to be third down and 12. And once again, I think it's, it's important to note that New Orleans has done away with the razzle-dazzle here in the second half thus far. They've stayed pretty much with the bread-and-butter offense. Straight throw offense. Wide step this time. And Bobby Scott will throw. Firing downfield, and it is almost intercepted. Juggles. Three, four men may have touched it. Now, let me see if I got this one straight. If my recollection is right, it came off the chest of J.T. Thomas. Thomas? Thomas was there, and it hit his chest, and it boomeranged around, and was touched by Jack Lambert and then to Jack Ham. All three of them. It was Thomas to Lambert to Ham. And none of them could hold on to it. And I'll tell you, Dwight White creamed the quarterback when he let that ball go. Ooh, did he cream him. Confirmation. Carry left to right, and Tom Blanchard is the kicker. And we go deep with Edwards and Swan. Blanchard gets it away, low trajectory, end over end. And Edwards wants it at his own 26, running to the right. Swan letting the block, goes to the sideline, cuts the field up at the 35. Bleach goes to the 40, faces his way forward to the 44 yard line. Penalty marker down, back downfield. Then Edwards returning, the tackle made by Bob Wicks on the far side. A little speed on that one, too, and Swan out in front trying to cream somebody to get them out of the way. They look for that lane over on the sideline where they've been successful early in the evening, and now the officials are conferring to see what sort of grief they can bring to whom. <laughs> and now we're going to have a mighty consultation. It is a personal foul slipping against the Steelers. In the name of goodness, could somebody be clipping that far downfield ahead of the play? But they weren't. Follow the foul is the New Orleans 43-yard line. 
38-yard punt, a 13-yard return, and now a 15-yard mark-off from the spot of the tackle. Takes it from the 40 back to the 25. Our ball club has now been penalized a total of 80 yards on the night. Well, the Steelers have been right up there, either leading the league or close to it in penalties all season. Do you suppose we have some nasty fellows on this team? No, they play with pride and enthusiasm. Sure. <laughs> and it's first down 10 at the 25. Bradshaw has them lined up in the eye. Saints in a four-man front with one man pulled up on the left. Very tight. And a handoff to Steve Davis on a slant through the middle. Comes to the 29-yard line. Just short of it. Alex Price on the tackle for the New Orleans Saints. And it gets the ball back to the 28-yard line. Three-yard gain, second down and seven. Hey, Jack, are you flying back with the Steelers tonight? Absolutely. Chuck, I need a ride from the stadium to the... Hotel, and I'm not getting out of here till an hour after the game. And how am I going to get a cab? I thought maybe you could help. Ah, well, I could hang around and flag one for you. <laughs> Here's the handoff. Franco Harris nails as he approaches the 30-yard line. Gets short yardage. Alex Price and Billy Newsom on the tackle. You would pay my ticket back or get me on your charter tomorrow. I'd be most happy to stay over tonight just to see that I could flag down transportation for you. Yep. Harris has just gone over the 100-yard mark. 16 carries, 101 yards on the night. It is third down and five. Bradshaw taking a long count. And got the blitz. Bradshaw's back there, runs out of the mouth. He can get outside, the flag is down, he doesn't make it. He is caught, running to the right. And the man who caught him was Joe Federsfield. Flags going down. Dealers are unhappy. And I'm telling you, Mike Webster, the fiery rookie from Wisconsin is having a few things to say to the official. They're getting ready to mark something off. Let's see what they're going to do. I think, I think the uh, Saints are going to decline. They will take the sack. And we'll go into punt formation. And here come the Saints with their uh, triple receiver set up downfield. Stevens, Spencer, and Parasopoulos. Okay, Walden standing back at his own 10-yard line. The deep man is the little guy, Howard Stevens, out of Louisville. Walden standing at his own 10, takes the snap, and the veteran from Georgia gets it away. And Stevens measures it. He's hit the ball. is flying downfield. And they're racing after it. Who's going to get there? They dive. It still is. And it is picked up at the 20-yard line. The Steelers have the football. Steelers have the football at the 20-yard line. Now tell me, who hit that little guy that time? Reggie Garrett, I do believe. And John McMakin recovered the fumble. Garrett hit him almost the instant the ball landed in his midst. Oh, he gave him a whack. And Reggie is a star of the special team. No question about it. The Steelers take over at the New Orleans 20-yard line. Steve Bungardner put the stop on McMick, and it didn't matter because the ball comes back. You cannot advance it, so it comes back to where he picked up possession at the 20-yard line, and what a lick. Now, I think that little fella is going to uh, consider the fair catch in the future. Oh, wow. 
That was a beauty. Is that Stevens back there on that play, Jack? I that didn't was know Stevens. He got cream. And off, left side, Frank Gold, 15 to 10, carries the man with him down almost to the six-yard line. Sherman Moore, hanging on to Deer Life, and Big Franco just carried him along. Let's see what he spot the ball. He's taken in at the seven-yard line, a first down for the Steelers. So a gain of 13 yards on the play for Franco. His total is up to 114 on the night. Ball is at the seven-yard line. The clock turning with 11.55 to go in tonight's game, and the Steelers leading 28-7. to Lining up in the eye formation with Steve Davis at the top of the eye. The inside back is Franco Harris. They shift. Harris to the right, Davis to the left. Terry Bradshaw goes back to throw. Bradshaw out into the right flat area, completes it to Franco, puts his head down and goes to the one-yard line. Franco just drifting out of the backfield. Have we got a penalty marker down? We do. Now what? Tackle made by strong safety Johnny Fuller. After Franco had gone down to the one-yard line, falling against the Steelers. Well, down on the field, you see Webster is going out of his head. Webster throws his hands up in the air. <laughs> he is beside himself. He's a very religious fellow, Mike Webster. He reads the Bible faithfully, you know, for pleasure reading as well. You know, he's just a very articulate young fella, too, and right now, however, he's mad, and he would like to say some nasty things to the officials, but oh well, it sets the ball back to the 17-yard line, so it's time for Terry Bradshaw to run up the middle for a touchdown. Those fellas in the Bible got bad officiating every now and then. Yep. Prevailed <laughs> down through the years. All right, John Stallers and Lynn Swan are the wide receivers. Harrison Davis to the running back. Ten-yard mark off. And the handoff. Get in there is a fumble. And New Orleans has picked up the football. Franco carrying it. Get on the play by Bob Pollard. Wayne Coleman picks it up. James Abbott. And they've advanced the football back out to the 27-yard line. And we're going to be back after this pause on the Steelers football now. <laughs> well, we're ready for football again. Saints first and 10 at their own 27. Here's a pass. In and out of the arms of Paul Field at the 33. Bobby Scott had it on the nose. Last week, he narrated to Cleveland for you, the mass fighting in the end zone. Tonight, we have a rather chunky fellow. <laughs> and fat. Civilians a little fat. He came running out of the field, pursued by about three police and some other guy who would apparently be of the security force. And he took them about 60 yards, came across the near side, collapsed on the track, and they proceeded to get him down and manacle his wrist behind his back and lead him out, and the crowd was booing. <laughs> He'll become a local legend. Bobby Scott calling the signals. Draw handoff, given to the little guy. Howard Stevens is over the left side. And now we got a little fight coming up. Mike Webster and Paul Seal. Little exchange of fisticuffs. going to be spotted at the 32-yard line, and it's going to be third down and six yards to go. Jack, uh, statistics, it's a little disturbing. That last fumble by Franco was his seventh of the year, and uh, six times the other team has recovered the football. Six out of seven. 
Third down, six yards to go. Bobby Scott directs the New Orleans attack. Here's Scott. Going sharply and gets his target to the 43. Joe Parker fights his way over the 45, fumbles the football. A scramble for it. Steeler territory to St. Tabot at the 47 yard line. Joe Parker, the receiver, finally recovered the football. Mel Blunt vying for that ball after he made the tackle on Joe Parker, the rookie from Florida. They have a completed pass for the first down in Steeler territory. Talk about a perfect bounce. Parker was being wrestled by a Steeler defender, and yet they, he dropped the ball, and it bounced right back to him. It had to be a perfect bounce for him to get that ball back, because he was still in a bear hug. 21-yard advance to the football. The Saints at the Steelers, 47. 9.47, the clock is turning. A slot right formation to the top of the eye. Stevens with the ball. He runs. And he goes to the 40-yard line. Mike Wagner upended him. Joe Green covering on the play. He advances the football about seven yards down to the 40. Going to be second down and three yards to go. Saints very definitely thus far in the second half have abandoned the razzle-dazzle type of attack that they... We're attempting to execute with Archie Manning in there. They've gone to a straight, uh, more conservative offense. And here's a handoff, and it's Alvin Maxson. He goes off the left side, down near the 37-yard line. He may have a first down. Maxson takes the ball down close to a first down. Bill Green is at the bottom of the play. Steve Furness, and they'll take time to measure. Next Sunday afternoon, the Houston Oilers. Will be at Three Rivers Stadium in the earlier ball game. Pittsburgh defeated Houston 13 to 7, and the Oilers went on to win uh, four in a row. And they were big battle one this past weekend. Myron was talking about it earlier by the Dallas Cowboys 10 to nothing, and they come in next Sunday in an angry frame of mind. No question about it. Uh, New Orleans has missed the first down. First down, still pending. And the ball is at the Pittsburgh 37. A victory for the Steelers tonight with up the Pittsburgh record to 8, 2, and 1. Scott has thrown 16 passes, completed 8 for 83 yards and one touchdown. Now a very tight formation. Two tight ends, the flanker pulled close on the right side on third and one. And Scott gives the ball to Alvin Maxson, running out to the left, turns the corner, whips out of bounds at the 34-yard line. He has the first down. Hit over there by Mel Blunt. The crowd is reacting to something, Myron. What did they say? Well, uh, so is Jack Lambert. Maxson plowed into Glenn Edwards on the sideline, out of bounds, and knocked him flying, and Jack Platt. Uh, came up alongside Maxson, and I suppose said to him, you know that wasn't necessary, and if you don't behave yourself, I'm going to slap you. But it was nothing really to get excited about. First down 10. New Orleans with the football, 837. Here's Bobby Scott back to throw. Scott firing down the middle, almost intercepted. Lambert covers the play at the 19. The pass intended for Paul Steele. Now we got a flag down on the play. First of foul, Pittsburgh dropping the passer. Joe Green, no, think it's White. White is upset. White is upset. We're either playing some particularly rough 
and strenuously volatile football tonight or else we're getting jobbed here. One or the other, I say. 15-yard penalty. Ball down to the 19-yard line. 105 yards total. With the score 28 to 7, I can take as many of these penalties as they can dish well, out. I'm not going to get myself exercised over the situation. <laughs> <laughs> and that man is much closer to the play than I am. I'm practically in the next county. I can see the Superdome better than I can see these ball players down in this field. New Orleans ready to go. First and 10 at the Pittsburgh 18. Scott Bates drops back. Scott looks. He throws and it is broken up. Down at the three-yard line, Glenn Edwards broke up a pass intended for Joel Parker. Very alert defensive play, and it's going to be second down for the Saints. And of all the uh, various facilities to work out of in the uh, in the nation, I happen to draw this one three times this year. And this is by far the best night. Uh, the other two were too hot, Myron. Well, you're going to be in a super dome next year, Dad. Yes, we may be back in this one before the year is over. Yep, there's a thing called the make it for the big one. That should be the final trip. Here's a handoff to the little guy outside of the list. Stevens getting down over the 15 of the 10. And they finally get him out of bounds at the 10-yard line. 5-5, five, five, 165 pounds of dynamite. Now what have they done? Throwing the flag again? Crowd is cheering. Glenn Edwards and Jack Cam. Forced him out of bounds. The ball is marked into the 10. And they're short of a first down. Third down and two yards to go. And here come Len Garrett and John Beasley. Out come Joel Parker and Bob Newland. In comes Rod McNeil. Out comes Howard Stevens. And they line up tight and powerful. On third and two. The give to McNeil. Went into the left. Tripped up behind the line of scrimmage. Dives forward. And the man who came through was Andy Russell. Now Russell's being jostled by one of the Saints. And the Saint in this case who is upset is Emmanuel Zander. And he's trying to agitate our stockbroker. Yes, Emmanuel goes 263 pounds. And I don't know what his beef was, no pun intended. Because Andy made a great play underneath him to trip up the ball carrier. But Emmanuel reached out and took the poke at Andy. Shame on you, Emmanuel. Timeout call for the New Orleans Saints with the Saints at the 11 yard line. It is fourth down, about two and a half yards to go. Saints trailing 28 to 7 with 7.43 remaining on the clock. It's been an enjoyable night here uh, at Tulane Stadium. Out there to give attention to the Steelers training core and Steelers football continues from New Orleans after this brief timeout. Seven minutes and 43 seconds remaining in the ball game. The Steelers leading 28 to 7. But the Saints are threatening. They're just outside the Steelers 10 yard line. A fourth down and two situation coming up. And uh, incidentally if the Steelers do make it to the playoffs and it looks like they very well may. They will play the wild card team from the American, the American Conference at home in the first playoff game. Okay, let's get back to the action on the field. Zach? Okay, the Saints on fourth, two and a half in Steeler territory. The 11-yard line. 
And the quarterback stumbles, rolling right, then throws his pass, and it is incomplete. Into the arms of Howard Stevens. And he was attacked defensively by Glenn Edwards. Ball got away from him, incomplete. The Steelers will take over. Bobby Scott recovered beautifully as he tripped and stumbled, uh, rolling out of there. He is now 8 for 18 for 83 yards. One touchdown. Archie Manning went 2 for 10, so the Saints overall are 10 for 28. And they show a total of 91 yards passing. Steelers with the football at their own 11. You got John Stallworth out to the left. The running backs remain. Franco Harris and Steve Davis. Bradshaw, bootlegs, rolls right. They're out there waiting for him. He puts his head down and belts a couple of guys up to the 19-yard line. Bradshaw, flipping on the rollout to the right side very quickly. He advances the ball from the 11 up to the 20, where they mark it a nine-yard gain on the play. And Gary B now has 102 yards on the night. He's going over 100 yards rushing. Here comes uh, Rich Middleton in, replacing Jim Merlow for the Saints. Steelers out of the huddle. Second down and one yard to go. Shifting off the eye formation. Bradshaw gives it. DeFranco cutting left and then heading forward, and he should have the first down near the 22-yard line. Swings to left, heads forward, and Bob Pollard and Joe Fettersfield bring him down, and the ball is at the 22, and the Steelers have themselves the first down. 28-7 in favor of Pittsburgh, 6 minutes and 40 seconds remaining in the ball game tonight at New Orleans. Next Sunday afternoon, we'll be on the air at 12.40 from Three Rivers. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Houston Oilers. And the return matchup between these two ball clubs. The following week, we go up Boston Way to play the New England Patriots. And then close out against Cincinnati at home. And you know, Jack, I started to say about the playoffs. The Steelers will be at home for the first one if they're in the playoffs against the wild card team. Then if Oakland wins their game, the Steelers have to play in Oakland. But if Oakland loses, the Steelers play the second game at home. Is that clear? Not quite, <laughs> We had to go out there last year. I thought we got both of them at home this year. Nope, not nope. necessarily. Uh, here's a handoff to Steve Davis. Davis breaks the tackle, going over the right side, and fights his way forward to the 25-yard line. Jim Merlo on the stop, and Johnny Fuller came up to help out. Looks as though they had him a little bit short that time, and he broke the tackle, a shoulder tackle. And came forward for a three-yard gain, second down and seven. Davis is 11 carries for 45 yards on the night. Steelers have the ball at their own 25-yard line, leading 28 to 7. Stallworth, wide left, Swan wide to the right. The eye formation. And here's Bradshaw, quick flip into the right flat uh, to uh, Swan. He comes over the 25, and he's up to the 30. As his blocking formed in front of him out there, Jim Clack was over to help out on the play. Gordon Gravel was over there. Ernie Jackson broke through the stop him at the 31-yard line, third down, and a yard to go. Bradshaw tonight, throwing 16 passes, completing seven, having two interceptions. Here comes Larry Brown onto the field very quickly. And he becomes the second tight end. That means they send Stallworth wide to the right. Two tight ends in the ball game. 
And off Steve Davis finds the hole over the left side and comes up to the 35-yard line. And the tackle executed for New Orleans by Tom Myers up to the secondary. And he got him, had him around the ankle, pulls him down at the 35-yard line. Clock journey, 4 minutes and 34 seconds. Many of the more than 70,000 people on hand have given up on the night and on the football game and decided to go home. Around the area, you can see them wrapping up their blankets. It's been a chilly night for the Southerners. You can't blame them. They're not accustomed to this. Here's Bradshaw rolling out to the right, and he's going to be in trouble. They got him three of them. Man, they got a hit on him. At the 33-yard line, Jim Merlow is over there. Ernie Jackson, and also coming out of it, Steve Baumgartner. And uh, Bradshaw got a pretty good lick that time, but he wasn't. It's second down at 11. One-yard loss, and I don't want him losing yardage because we got him over 100 yards on the night. Back to 101 now. Three minutes, 40 seconds, the clock turning. Like to have you uh, listening next Sunday afternoon for the Steelers and the Oilers. If you can't make it to the stadium, if you are going to the stadium, take your radio along. Back goes Bradshaw. Firing the near side, and Scarlett reaches for it at the New Orleans 43. Could not get the ball. Covered by Vivian Lee. So it's an incomplete pass. I think that your afternoon at the stadium could be... Uh, Enlivened by some comments from uh, Miracle Myron, our little guy who is now considering the possibility of entering pro football and becoming uh, Pittsburgh's answer to New Orleans' little fella. Howard Stevens, 5'5", 165, and Coke goes 5'5", 138. Now third and 11. Bradshaw. Shift. Franco a few steps to the left and the New Orleans defense shifts. And Bradshaw is back to throw there after him. He gets the pass away and it is wide of the intended receiver up the 45-yard line. That would be Johnny Stallworth with Vivian Lee covering. Incomplete pass. Fourth down now. 11 yards to go. Walden is on to do his thing. Three minutes, 17 seconds remaining in the ball game. Pittsburgh 28, New Orleans 7. Bob Wicks is back deep. Different alignment here. Howard Stevens and Maurice Spencer. Spencer is in the middle. Wicks is to his left. I mean, Stevens is in the middle. Wicks to his left and Spencer to the right. Walden punched it. And it's coming down towards Stevens. And it's down. Right around the 30-yard line. And down under that very quickly was Donnie Shell. Well, we have a break in the action down on the field, and we'll be right back. Jack Fleming, along with Lou Crack here at uh, the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Myron Cope is going down to the dressing room. Lou, this is an opportunity to say something. What were you trying to say a while ago? I asked mine if it was 30 above or 30 below. <laughs> he got into a diatribe on you stealing his thunder there. Now they're shifting, putting a wing back to the left in the slot. And back goes Bobby Scott and firing downfield, completes it to the 50-yard line. <laughs> Bob Newland pulls it in at the 50 and goes out of bounds at the Steeler 48-yard line, and they hit a big one. 
Mike Wagner covering over on the play. So the Saints pick up 23 yards. Ball is at Pittsburgh uh, 47 and a half yard line where they finally mark it in. The young fellow may have uh, taken over the uh, quarterbacking position for the Saints tonight. Charlie Davis has replaced Joe Green. So the big man from North Texas State gets the rest. And the handoff is given to Howard Stevens. Little running back, heads over the right side, runs in the arms, Mandy Russell and Jack Ham, and down he goes at the 45-yard line, gain of about two and a half yards. That name Bobby Scott happens to be a mystery to you. He's in his third year in the National Football League, and he came out of the University of Tennessee. Larry Sippa, you may recall, quarterback the... Uh, mainly a rookie team that played us in the preseason. He's a number three quarterback. Shots back, firing to the near side, off the fingertips of a falling Bob Newland at Pittsburgh 28. Penalty marker is down. Newland coming to the near side, a five-yard mark off in the first down. Defensive holding. Takes it to the 40-yard line. I think that's up about 110 yards in penalties against our side. Uh, quite an evening. Ten penalties. So the score, Pittsburgh 28, the officials 10, New Orleans 7. You want to keep score that way. Two minutes, 23 seconds remaining in the ball game. This one is chalked up in the wind column. Scott fakes as he drops back. Scott fires downfield. Leaping try at the 22-yard line by Bob Newland, unsuccessful. Up to cover, Mike Wagner had a shot at it, but it was too high and too hard. And it falls incomplete. Two minutes, 18 seconds. It's been a cold night in New Orleans. The temperatures had to drop into the lower 40s, at least with a stiff wind blowing throughout the season. They charged the holding to Jack Lambert on that previous penalty. Scott is 9 for 20, 107 yards and a touchdown. Lawrence James is in as a fourth linebacker, replacing Steve Burnett. That's Pittsburgh 40 at a second and 10. And back goes Scott with a flag down. Scott is hit as he gets rid of the football. Incomplete on the far side intended for Joel Parker in the neighborhood of the Pittsburgh 20 with Jim Allen covering. Allen playing the right corner now in place of Mel Blunt is a rookie from UCLA. 6'2", 194 pounds. Now the consultation out at the 40-yard line. Pittsburgh is getting the option. They're calling an illegal motion penalty against the Saints, declined by Pittsburgh. Andy Russell says we don't want it. It's third down and ten. Saints have been hit with only one ten-yard penalty for holding. The crowd has diminished considerably. All right, here's Bobby Scott. Calling the signals for the New Orleans Saints, the Steeler 40-yard line. Scott takes, takes, he's back and looking. Throwing, throwing complete at the 30 in and out of the arms of Paul Steele, the big rookie from Michigan. Jack Lambert in hand covering, did not figure on that one. Steele just simply could not hold the football. He dropped it. Big 6'4", 222-pound rookie from Michigan, and that pass was right on the nose. Steele. Drops it, Scott is 9 for 22, 107 yards and one touchdown. 
eight to play in the ball game. On a Monday night in New Orleans. They break out of the huddle. Bob Newland to the right. Joe Parker wide to the left. Tight end is Paul Steele. Quarterback is Bobby Scott. He's back to throw and after him. And getting him is Dwight White. Mad Dog in pursuit. Gets the sack. And the Steelers continue to add to their tremendous number of sacks for the season. All the way back to the New Orleans 49-yard line. And that was a fourth down play, so the Steelers will take over at that point with 2.04 remaining in the ball game. The ball is at the New Orleans 49 and a half yard line. Let's see what we have now. Lynn Swan is out, and Reggie Garrett is in. John Stallworth remains in. Garrett and Stallworth are the wide receivers. Running back gold steady because they're going to rest Rocky Blyer apparently and not use him. And Bradshaw gives it to Steve Davis. He drives the right side, swinging outside of the right, goes down to the 48-yard line. Come to the two-minute warning period in the ball game. There's a timeout on the field, and with a break in the action, we'll be right back. Percentages of both clubs. Here's a handoff to Steve Davis, running to the left, and he works his way down to the 45-yard line. The tackle made by Bob Pollard. Pittsburgh Steelers leading 28 to 7 are playing out the clock. Been no scoring here in this fourth quarter. Saints came at them gamely and they changed their game plan considerably with Bobby Scott coming in as quarterback. Bradshaw's back. He was going to throw. He's going to run. Now he's throwing back to the opposite direction, the left, and completes the pass to the tight end, Randy Grossman. At the 35-yard line, Grossman is pulled down by Wayne Coleman and Vivian Lee. Bradshaw that time went back as though to pass, ran as though to run, saw he was in trouble, threw back in the opposite direction, and there was Randy Grossman, his first reception tonight. And they have a first down at the Saints 35-yard line. Clock turning with 51 seconds. So Bradshaw has completed the pass. And it's first and ten. Is 8 for 19 now. Dave Rebus is in the ball game in the offensive line. Rick Russo is playing in that offensive line. And the handoff is carried straight ahead by Franco Harris. Reggie Harrison, new running back, gets into the ball game. And that's the first substitution we've had at running back tonight. Bob Pollard and Jim Merlow on the stop. The ball just inside the Saints 30. And they run out the clock. So we come down to the end of the ball game with the final score. Pittsburgh 28, Rolling 7. 